Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? Hi, how are ya? Hi, how are ya? Hello, isn't this weird? I'm from Holland. Oh, John Francis. That's right. I love gold. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Three Way Theater. Hey, guys. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjig. I'm JC. You know, uh, we're best friends. You might call us three peas in a pod. Cast. Cast. Yeah, because we review pro wrestling. Movies. Oh. In pro wrestling movies. Yeah! Woo, we did it. And not only not only that, we also have a fourth P in this podcast. That's right, because this is Best in Show. Best in Show. Best in Show. Best in Show. We're doing a robot right yep. now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and our guest will be uh, the callback to our very first guest we ever had on this show. We're calling him back? We're calling him back. Oh, man. Actually... Different guy. That was all good, Anthony oh, Green. All right, we're bringing back the retrosexual what? Anthony Green. Uh, though I have been on the podcast as retrosexual Anthony Green. That's true, uh, but we're not going to think about that. Ba, 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 ba. Beach Blast '93 or two? It was '93. Okay, yeah, the the rematch, but it was uh, instead of Ricky Steamboat, it was Dustin Rhodes oh, and the Rick Iron Man. Yes. yes, Ricky Rude. Ha. But yeah, we have uh, Anthony Green with us. Welcome back to the show. On his Anthony. Retribution tour. Yes, okay. big matches coming up. Stevie Richards. Big Stevie Cool. Wow, really? Not that's an... really cool, considering no. what we're talking about today. That's right. Oh, wait, what's that? I guess that's a segue. Am I nine points away, guys? Oh. Yep. Uh? <laughs> nine points away from getting his free segue. <laughs> but uh, that makes sense, because today we will be discussing ECW One Night Stand 2007. ECW. No, 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 no. It's it's five, two thousand five. Oh, I oh, watched the no. wrong, uh, like Bobby Lashley. So you watched without a doubt the worst one night stand. I agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I like I like two thousand seven better because it like wasn't in the uh, Hammerstein Ballroom. It's just like in a normal arena. Like, <laughs> oh, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Much I much prefer that. Uh, ma- my match of the night tonight was Randy Orton versus RVD in the stretcher the, match. The stretcher oh, match is really ma- great. I, yeah. I'd say that's the best opening match of any pay per view of all time. <laughs> so you're, you're already giving us your match of the night, huh? I sure am. Oh man. <laughs> 
Oh, no, we're doing... Uh, e- so the first Best in Show was Barely Legal 1997. Very first ECW pay-per-view. Right, with Anthony, and now you are back here again for the reunion show. For the first WWECW pay-per-view. Yes. Man, I was so psyched when they announced that this pay-per-view was happening. This, is a, this was a huge deal. Yes. Well, and to, to take it back a step, why? how did this come about? Because there was the rise and fall of ECW DVD, which is a huge, one of the highest selling DVDs. The highest selling DVD. Was it the highest? The highest other, selling I think DVD. there was one other. I think it was like a WrestleMania or something. Like WrestleMania 17 no. and this. This was the most money making DVD they've ever had. Uh, I actually got this. I got the rise and fall of ECW. Same. Oh, absolutely. I thought that I, it was like six hours long. It was, it was amazing. Thirty dollars. Remember spending thirty dollars for a DVD? Do I? <laughs> I spent thirty dollars on a VHS tape. Are you kidding me? I spent thirty dollars yeah. on that. I spent twenty dollars on ECW's most bloody matches. Like all, I spent fucking thirty dollars on the best of PWG when they were selling that at uh, FYE. Yeah, that was, that was like a five disc set. Sure was. Well, I guess <laughs> the real person to thank is RVD, who came up to right. Vince McMahon and, and gave him this idea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was. He seemed to be like the guy that was really spearheading this whole movement. And wouldn't irony have it where RVD didn't get to fucking take place? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get to wrestle on the show. In 2005, I was 12 years old. Fuck <laughs> you. I was 15. Yeah. So, um. If I if my memory serves me right, this pay per view was like originally announced at like a house show. Um, like like the idea of the event was announced. I'm pretty sure Taz announced it. Was it like a, like a house show in Philly or something? Either like Philly or it may have been like a Madison Square Garden house show, something like that. And I remember. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just probably on the, the New York market. It yeah. probably was definitely. Um, I was just. I remember when it finally got announced, like online and in, like TV. I, it just blew my mind. Like they're doing an ECW one night stand, and I, there was such secrecy surrounding the event because you didn't know what was happening on the card. Yeah, you just knew that there were ECW superstars that were going to be there. And then once they started um, hyping it for real, I know, Lumberjake, you sent us over the Extreme Heat. Extreme Heat! um, Which showed a few video packages in the lead-up to ECW One Night Stand. I would assume, I think it was a few clips from the rise and fall of ECW to get you acclimated to what ECW was all about. And (laughs) 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 JC just brought up a great picture. (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, me at the uh, Fall River Armory for an ECW show back in 97. It's me and the uh, Queen of Extreme, Francie. Wow, we'll have to post that up on TWT.com. Absolutely. Um, So... This the one night stand pay per view. I kind of lost my train of thought after I saw Jason and Francis. <laughs> you were going to say that the video packages showing the rise yes. and fall of ECW, and then they had uh, various storylines that were leading up to this, like what led to Paul Heyman bringing back ECW and Vince McMahon saying that he was in all he was in support of ECW, saying like uh, I think ECW should come back, and Eric Bischoff was against it, and Raw was against it. And then they had, during this heat, they had Jonathan Coachman and Michael Cole sitting out in the lobby of the... the Biggest mistake you could yeah. ever... Sitting in the lobby... Of Bad the, idea. Of the, ...of the Hammerstein Ballroom with the ECW fans from the, 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 from the jump... Chans are fan- chanting like fucking shit. And you just, suck dick. What was this still on US? Was this on, this USA? Was on US? A it was Spike, Spike TV. Yeah. Spike, yeah. yeah. Um, so it flew. So that I think that kind of brings me to my question about Vince and doing this entire event. One, he truly underestimated the um, what ECW was because he felt and he said that he believed. I think it was Tommy Dreamer that said it. That people chanted ECW at WWE shows because Vince trained them to do that. 
Um, I don't know about that. They, you know, oh, I got the when we do a, a special hardcore spot, pal. You know, they're saying ECW, and it's like, no, it's because of this counterculture, this world yeah. that ECW was, and people remember these things, and um, which is why I also I remember in the build up to this pay per view, I was a little scared because when you had this, it turned into Bischoff. Uh, you know, trying to, uh, ECW's dead. And then you had Vince McMahon saying, no, I funded ECW. And yeah. I, like, I approve of ECW. Yeah. Was that the big promo with Pauly, Vince, the and effigy. Bischoff? Like, they yes. had the big, uh, they had the big yeah. wreath in there made of like, uh, barbed yeah, wire. The and, then, and then Paul Heyman lit it on fire. Right. Man, Fry was so upset at the funeral <laughs> for ECW. Oh, Fry the ECW He was there, yeah. 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 He sure was. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, but, I, yeah, I had a real concern heading into the pay-per-view because, one, no announced match. The concern that it wasn't going to be like as it was, like it was going to be too controlled by the WWE. Yes. And, you know, there was no announced matches. We didn't know who the stars that were going to be there. You had Vincent Mann coming out there putting over ECW. Right. Which is like, you'd think it was the opposite of what they should be doing? Yes. I would, and so, like, heading into this pay per view, yeah, there you saw the picture of me earlier in my ECW shirt, my Hawaiian shirt, and ready to go hang out and watch this show. I was so happy, but I was so scared because I didn't know what it was going to be. Uh, there, there's I like think a, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, there was like a special the week before the pay per view on like a Tuesday. Was um, that the WWE versus ECW special? Yeah, sure Which, was. I think that. No, showed... was that that or was no, that? No, that was 2006. Yeah, that's when they were remaking the brand because the the winner of the Big Battle Royal was the Big Show who yeah. went to ECW. That was 2006. So that, yeah, that wasn't was, even that 2005. That was for the show. rebranding of. The the, the, the the new WWE yeah. ECW. Yes. I, I guess I watched the wrong one too, guys. I gotta oh, no. go. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> well, He's like, dude, when Eugene came out in the Sandman Kingdom, <laughs> shit went crazy. Um, they showed it on Extreme Heat because so they had the the whole effigy with the three big, you know, Bischoff, Heyman, and McMahon, and then on SmackDown. Um, they actually had the on Raw and SmackDown. They had the ECW guys show up. Yes. So you finally had that an was idea. the that was the first because they were coming out to jump Heyman during that promo. Yes. And then Heyman says, uh, "Don't you realize we never come alone?" Out through the crowd comes well, Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, which well, people lost their shit. And for. so the thing with that was that Heyman came out with the Dudley Boys. Right. Yes. And Dudleys have been off TV. For a while at that point. Since like the Royal Rumble, I think we were saying. Like, I think we're they right were. Before. I think they were in like OVW at that point. Just and when, like that was like their last. They were released yeah. right after this pay per view. Yeah. But um, so they were out there and that was cool. But then when you had balls, Axel, Rhino, who had been fired, you had these guys coming out and it's like, oh shit, okay. <sighs> All right, so there's going to be a few ECW having, guys on having the Having Rhino, Tommy, and the Dudleys is whatever. Having balls, Axel, and Sam, man, it's like. Oh shit! It's like okay. Well, I also think with the Shane Douglas doing the hardcore uh, oh, reunion. Do we show, have info on that? Hardcore yes. homecoming. That hardcore homecoming. Yes. show. That, June tenth, two thousand and five. Two I, days before. I think people were thinking like, "Oh, that's going to be the real ECW show. This is going to be a watered down version." I think people thought that as well, and were scared, and that was good reason to, because here you have. The, the hardcore homecoming, which was at the ECW arena, yeah, right. Yes. So you're like, all right, well, that seems really cool. And then, is, how's this going to be? How are they going to be able to pull it off? Are they going to be able to? Would you like you, to hear what the card was for I hardcore sure homecoming? Would. You guys remember when we were at the ECW arena? 
I remember that. Yeah. All of us. I together. don't. I got knocked out. You sure <laughs> did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Rich Swan was putting you over hard, and you do not remember any of it. Yeah. I'm so sad now. Rich Swan <laughs> was putting you over so strong, Rich and you were like putting him on the pay no mind list because you were just out of it. And just <laughs> Rich Swan watched your match and goes, man, I wish I got to work you tonight, and you were like on your phone. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, it was so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Big League AG. <laughs> the only thing I remember is one of the guys I had come to do my entrance walked up to him and said Richard Richard Swan <laughs> WWE Cruiserweight Champion it's a pleasure to meet you and like thank god Rich Swan's like the nicest coolest yeah. guy if it was like any like dick in pro wrestling <laughs> yeah. that would have been really uncomfortable for him uh, oh my god so uh, June 10th at the ECW arena they uh, they introduced Todd Gordon and Hat Guy to the crowd. Yeah, did a little special guy. introduction. Oh, EC Dub, EC Dub. The commentary team was Joey Styles, Joel Gertner, and Cyrus the Virus. Awesome, all three, huh? Um, the opening match was Mikey Whipwreck and Chris Chetty defeating Simon Diamond and C W Anderson, uh, aka the front row of this show. Um, <laughs> uh, Tracy Smothers with J T Smith defeated the Blue Meanie. Uh, Two Cold Scorpio defeated Kid Cash. Hell of a match, by the way. Uh, the Gangsternators, New Jack and Coronas, wrestled the Bad Breed to a no contest. A Coronas with lines. <laughs> the Gangsternators. Um, yeah, Mustafa was supposed to show up, but he uh, he couldn't make it. Oh, no, it was supposed to be the Eliminators versus the Bad Breed, but Perry Saturn was injured. Excuse me. That would have been awesome. Um, Jerry Lynn. Jerry fucking Lynn. Oh, Is that a fighting with my family? Yeah, start yeah. fighting with my family. Defeated Just Incredible with Jason. Raven with the Blue Meanie and the Musketeer. Defeated the Sandman. And then in the main event, Sabu with Bill Alfonso defeated Shane Douglas with Francine and Terry Funk with Tammy Lincich in a barbed wire three-way dance with Mick Foley as the special guest referee. Cool. Wow. He made a special appearance for this uh, this ECW show. Nobody expected that. Also, that barbed wire was like announced that night. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was not announced beforehand. Now, now Just the main are, event was. There are a few guys on that show who also worked the one-night stand. Yes. So these guys were allowed to do both if they wanted to. There was a big concern at the time where... Where there was talk of like, oh, well, if they do Hardcore Homecoming, WWE is not going to let them do One Night Stand. And I think they took like some basic, like, they're like, no, listen. We need Sabu. (laughs) If you want to do both, you can do both. There's no heat in the office if you do it. Um, But if you're on that show, we're going to use that as the excuse on why you're not on this show. (laughs) Right, yeah, absolutely. And imagine the paydays all those guys got for doing both that weekend. Jeez, Friday and Sunday. And the, uh, yeah, they're still waiting to get paid from Hardcore Homecoming. Can you believe Terry <laughs> Funk only did Hardcore Homecoming and not so One Night Stand? He did like I, a whole promo on that. Yeah, and I watched a, a YouTube video after you sent me all those links. The autoplay started up, and there was uh, like top ten things you didn't know about One Night Stand. Ooh. And one of them was Terry Funk uh, believing that Vincent Mann was just uh, using the name of ECW to get a payday and didn't didn't think it was going to be anything. Okay, welcome to the wrestling business, Terry Funk. Yeah, but then, oh, you did it for a payday. I don't believe yeah. it. But then one year later, guess who's at ECW One Night Stand 2006? Yeah. fucking fucking rubber knee Terry Funk. Well, fucking he, he had to see how it was the first one worked out. You know if. It- <laughs> If it if it went over like a flop, you know he wasn't gonna be a part. Sorry, Vince. I'd rather My be horse died. <laughs> I'd uh, rather be on the one with no licensed music. I, I think the second one uh, was way more Same. ECW with their big match between Randy Orton and Kurt Angle. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> right? Oh, but Kurt Angle, he was the wrestling machine of ECW. Yeah, do you remember when he was doing headbutts? Oh. <laughs> Shoot headbutt. <laughs> oh, also at um at Hardcore Homing, they did a tribute to Fallen Heroes where they 
Uh, brought out Johnny Grunge, Pitbull number one, and Tammy Lynn Sitch to deliver a eulogy for Rocco Rock, Pitbull number two, and Chris Candido. Oh. Uh, Chris Candido, who had died literally weeks before this paper. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. considering the reaction, the Candido chants in the Hammerstein ballroom, like, he was on a lot of people's mind at this show. Well, fucking, I, I can't, like, can't fault anyone. Chris Candido died April 28th, 2005. Wow. So that Shit. was like less than two months or three months. That's like, crazy. Jesus Christ. Um, here's what else was happening in wrestling. Ooh. This time. On June 19th, Raven won the TNA heavyweight title. <laughs> what? Yeah. We need uh, to lock down Raven so he doesn't go to one night stand. Yeah. Put the belt on him. He was, uh, he was a big surprise in the King of the Mountain match, replacing Jeff Jarrett, who was uh, on his outs with the company. Yeah. And then Jeff Jarrett won it back like two days later. Yeah, he was back. <laughs> a few months later, at an indie show, he won the In Canada? Him. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Haas and Jackie got married. Aw. Jackie Gata or Jackie... Yeah, Jackie uh, Gata. Miss Jackie. Uh, she, I mean, I mean <laughs> Miss she, Texas? she was also yeah. Miss Jackie before. That's true. So, um, they are actually still married today and have four kids. Mm-hmm. Aw. Isn't that nice? That was nice. Remember when he knocked uh, Lillian Garcia off the apron? She was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> she broke her wrist. And didn't Jackie Gata have the worst match in Raw history? Yeah, Jackie Gata and Christopher Nowinski versus Bradshaw and Trish Stratus. Oh, my God. <laughs> was Trish Stratus dressed up like Annie Hall? <laughs> no, no, not this time. Uh, and Sharkboy filed a lawsuit against... Sharkboy and Lava Girl. ...against Dimension Films over the Miramax film, The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl 3D. And he won, uh, by the way. His claim is that the trade he trademarked the Sharkboy name, which he did, and that the Sharkboy movie is not uh, portrayed as a tough guy, which would hurt his image. Um, so. Oh, shell, yeah. <laughs> so. Point of contention. <laughs> Sharkboy was never... When he was teaming with D-Ray Thief 3000 in 2005, I don't think... When he was teaming with New Jack playing Candyland <laughs> on TNA pay-per-view. And playing with Hulk fists <laughs> and riding the Jaws ride. But hey, 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 that's serious business, brother. They had a fucking vignette of him and uh, New Jack riding the Jaws ride at Universal Studios. And New Jack was afraid of the Jaws. That's and Sharkboy was cheering like, yeah! Cause that's it was, amazing. Because it was Jaws. If, if you, if you can, TNA? Yeah. That's amazing. If you can find the pay-per-view, I think it was a Destination X. It was all X Division guys. Um, he was teaming with Curry Boy and someone else, and they're they're Curry doing, Man. Yes, sorry, Curry Curry Man. They're doing a promo. <laughs> uh-huh. n- not NCW famous wrestler <laughs> right, Curry Boy. Right, right, right. Curry Man. The promo went so bad. He walks by the camera, and you hear him in his real voice go, "That was the fucking shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys ever watch Hardcore Homecoming? I've actually watched all three Hardcore really? Homecomings. Wow, you're a glutton. I didn't watch. <laughs> I've also been called a glutton. Um, no, it's gluten. Ah, <laughs> I am just a big gluten at this point. I'm a big carbohydrate. <laughs> 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 um, I I didn't watch Hardcore Homecoming, but I did watch Forever Hardcore the documentary. 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 I have not seen. Uh, same. Now, Jeremy Borash spearheaded Hardcore Homecoming and Forever Hardcore, the TNA. Like, How was I, thought it? Was, I thought it was Shane Douglas more. So I, I think Shane was... Douglas was the face of it, but I'm pretty sure Borash, because even Meany just said on the shoot interview that Borash, it was yeah. Borash's deal. Okay. Um, did, now, the Forever Hardcore documentary, did you feel that that was on par with the Rise and Fall? I didn't think it was as good, but I feel like they got some more talking heads in there. They covered different segments, so like there yeah. was parts of it. I'd rather watch it. It was in like segments. watching the Firefest documentaries on Hulu and Netflix. They okay. bring a little bit different stuff to the table, you know. Yeah, but I would say. 
say Forever Hardcore is probably better. They had like they had the ability. They had they just had everything. They had the footage. They had like, it. It was kind of sad actually. It, they literally on the Forever Hardcore have the last footage of Chris Candido like oh. ever on camera, like in, in the neck, the the fake neck brace yeah. with with the actual cast on his leg, oh, and he's just like man. totally ribbing. That was oh man, yeah. that was so that fucked up end? because yeah. he broke his leg at the pay per view, but they had already done pre tapes, and he want they he helped the Naturals win the win tag the belts, and I, I remember watching. I was a kid, oh so God. I didn't really understand it. They did it in memorium at the beginning, get, and, I was, and then you see in the next segment, I'm like, what the ah? Oh, because he so, broke his ankle. That's bullshit. Yeah. I was so mad. Me too. And then looked online because he you know. Died. Yep. Very. Is it because very he went weird. on an airplane? Is that yeah, what he happened? Broke to his blood leg, got he a blood broke his leg. Went like, on an airplane. Bro- broke his leg or ankle in like seven places. Yeah. And yeah. he was told by the doctor he could fly home to Jersey and got a blood clot in his leg. And Holy like, shit! And that, that's a guy that was like on crazy drugs, cleaned up. Like, yeah. He, yo, isn't he, that always how it fucking goes? He would he would have been in the WWE doing. He'd, he, he'd imagine be, him as an agent right now. He'd be in the performance center right now, or be he'd be running two five live. He'd be fucking Dean Malenko. He'd be fucking like he'd be any of these guys that are just. There that are just putting shit together. It's that's one of the biggest tragedies in my mind. Hundred percent. Chris Candido was such a fucking talent. He was funny. He had a mind for the. Mm. He was a. His grandfather was a wrestler. Uh, Popeye fucking something. Chuck Popeye Richards. <laughs> Blow me down. But uh, let's just dive right into this yeah. uh, show yeah, because best in show as uh, we didn't allude to at the beginning of the podcast. If you never, you know listen to us before then you probably turned it off by now right exactly um you know we're gonna go through match by match and you're gonna figure out what the best match of the show is the best in show Mm -hmm. and the worst in show especially the worst in show and our spots of each individual match right and our votes are already in votes are cast so you can i have my can i have my slip back you can't change your vote okay let's talk about it first and then give me my i I don't know who's this is (laughs) i'm gonna write my new one in You're locked in, bro. Uh, all right, let's 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 get into this. So we're live from in. we're live from the Hammerstein Ballroom, June twelfth, two thousand and five. Oh my god! In front of twenty five hundred screaming fans, rabid fans, rabid, uh, which made me feel good too. Because you, again, when you had that unknown, yeah. when you saw the ECW, and I didn't watch Extreme Heat. It was the first time I watched it when you showed it to me. Yeah. So just to like see all the fans, and they're actually the ECW fans. That was awesome. Uh, according to OSW Review, the average ticket. Price for one night stand was one hundred and ninety-two dollars. Jeez, Mikey, I'm surprised you weren't there. Right? I wish. Right, that's surprising me too. I wish. I feel like that's something you and Uncle Derek would have absolutely yeah. just like. We got to do this. Uh no. Who was there was indie superstar Eddie Kingston, who I spotted within the uh, first twenty seconds of this <laughs> show. They're panning across the ca- the crowd, and I spot Eddie Kingston. Now, Ag, you were watching two thousand and six, also. Yeah. Now, did you spot somebody in the crowd? A young Kevin Steen wearing a PWG shirt. Yeah, a.k.a. What? Kevin Owens standing in the crowd, 2006 One Night Stand. He's like, I came for Randy Orton and Angle. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's so funny seeing these, just spotting those indie guys, just like Eddie Kingston, like, he just got a, just, he's got like, I know you guys don't know who he is, but he's got a distinct look. And, like, you can just tell. And then same thing with Kevin Owens. He's got his little backwards baseball cap. Yeah. I think it goes to show that, like, you know, you're, we're all fans. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of pro wrestling because we all started there. So to see, like, Steen or Eddie Kingston, like, in the crowd, like, this is what we are. There was a picture that somebody just put up recently of uh, Johnny Gargano outside of, like, MSG. Like, and like little fat kid. Yeah. And he grew up to be, you know, one of the best wrestlers around. Like, it's... A little jacked kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, 
It was awesome. Steven DeAngelis uh, introduces Joey Styles. Yes. Joey Styles gets a fucking entrance. And oh my god! Like it's a hero's welcome. He's they're like holy shit. He immediately as, breaks. That's something that really made ECW the the one night stand. Having Joey Styles there, I feel like was a huge I, plus in opening the show. Like yes. every ECW pay per view. I would mm-hmm. I would make the hot take. Okay. <laughs> that I would put Joey Solo on the show. I, I was just uh, going to yes. say that. I feel like they felt like they had to put Mick in there. They didn't I feel like have to. I, no. th- I, th- I feel like that's what they thought. They, f- they didn't think Joey Styles could do it by himself. But Never been done before. Never been done since. Yeah, no. I wish he was Solo. Or, I mean, if you had to, couldn't you have tried to get Cyrus or Gertner to do it? But, I mean... Um, Foley yeah, but wasn't bad. Yeah. I just no. I, Foley was not good. It wasn't. Ba- it wasn't bad. I just didn't. Oh, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was just. Joey Psychosis Styles. coming out without his mask on. He's never done that before. In the U.S. Oh, actually, Mick. Um, actually, Mick. He did in WCW for years and He's years. He's never done that in North America. He's only actually, done that in Mexico, but Mexico is a part of North America. But they were both <laughs> trained by Rey Mysterio's father, Rey Mysterio Sr. Actually, that's his uncle, Mick. <laughs> yeah, bang, bang, bing, bing, bing. Can I call this one, guys? Inzugari. Like, that's not it either. Oh, Mick. Oh, Mick. Oh. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Mick was probably the worst part of the paper. He, he tried. Stephen DeAngelis also uh, rang announced for Hardcore Homecoming. Oh, cool. Yes, so they brought him back, too. Double the payday, baby. I'll tell you who they did bring back, Atlas Security. Yes, that was so weird to me, too. Was it? Wait, first <laughs> of all, they brought Atlas Security back all the time whenever there was ECW shows. Atlas Security sucks. Whoa. Atlas Security Whoa. doesn't do anything. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter. How ma- many times was Atlas Security sitting there whenever some shit was going down and waiting until it happened to run over there? Remember we was there Fuck Remember Atlas we were watching Security. it and somebody was like rubbing their faces and somebody's like in like a wrestler's like like covering a wrestler's eyes or something and, and they the were Atlas Security guy's just standing there with his thumb up his ass. But the <laughs> reason Atlas Security was at one eight stand, they weren't really doing security. They were just standing no, there. No, I know they weren't. They, <laughs> oh, they, they I never did. I did not expect Mikey's hatred for Atlas. I, always, I, always I knew it was coming. Atlas. I knew it was coming. Two things. Is it just me or does one of the Atlas security guys just look exactly like Don West? Yes, the mullet guy with yeah. the mustache. Yeah. He was the Atlas security guy <laughs> in my mind. They and, take up way too much space. And then, uh, fun Get fact. The camera. Do you know who now has Atlas security as his personal security everywhere he goes? Like Tony Atlas? <laughs> <laughs> Co- I seen them last night. That's true. Cody Rhodes, really? Yep. Just at any show, he always has Atlas Security. So he doesn't him. value his own safety. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He's like, oh, hey, man. those fans are trying but to fuck on me. As much as it was like, oh, okay, that even makes it more ECW. The fact that they're yeah. there, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I, I, oh man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they can get fucking they, they can get Atlas Security they can't get Derry Funk <laughs> but anyway our opening contest for this show we have Lance Storm with Don Marie bitch a pregnant Don Marie <laughs> yeah right Mikey how hard did you come she hit it well <laughs> a little too well a little too well in my opinion so you didn't come well then. no uh, Lance Storm with Don Marie taking on Lionheart Chris Jericho. That was Lionheart awesome. Chris Jericho. That was, that was one awesome. of my notes, yeah. One of my... I didn't enjoy them using Chris Jericho's theme. 
No, but that's just but a I guess, problem. Like, what else are they going to use? Uh, that's a, that was a big thing on this show, which, I mean, I guess that there has to be some kind of concessions. Any WWE that rubbed off on this got so much fucking heat. Yep. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the... Even the slightest little thing. We'll but which is why that's why Jericho's so smart, right? Because, like, he knows you're going in the ECW 2005 as the Y2J that's been around forever. Yeah. You come out as the fucking Lionheart, you know how to work Even his tights easy. were like a throwback. They were the yep. original tights. It was so fucking cool. They also made a big deal that, uh, of course, Lance Storm and uh, Chris Jericho tag team. And this also being, they also had a ver- their first match together. Yep. So the Thrill Seekers explode. Was, was this actually Lance Storm's flat last WWE, match? WWE, yes. Okay. Yeah, I believe he had a couple more matches for Ring of Honor. Right. And I believe there was like like maybe Blood, Sweat, and Ears or something. He yeah. made some other random appearance. but like Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he worked. I think he worked Daniel Bryan in uh, Ring of Honor. I think that was pretty uh, solid. Mike Bennett as well. Mike Bennett. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, the Thrill Seekers—they were both trained in the Heart Dungeon. So like they've been together forever. They were in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Uh, they actually uh, Smoky Mountain was where the Thrill Seekers like only worked though, which is weird. They worked in Japan as Sudden Impact, and then they worked as the Thrill Seekers. Yep. And then they never really uh, teamed too much after that. However. They did, uh, they did tag team again, where they uh, lost a match to uh, the Dudley Boys on an episode of Monday Night Raw, and they weren't trying to make anything special of it. And they also lost a match till it was like, it was like Kidman and someone. They, they, it was the most weirdest thing. I'm like, you would think that they would have, uh, they would put, they would have a little rub for the Thrill Seekers getting back together, but it really meant nothing to them. Yeah. Uh. Another guy I wasn't happy to see, but uh, <laughs> oh boy! But he really, uh, really once again made me think. Man, they're really trying hard to make this as ECW as much as possible. And uh-huh. that was Mike fucking Keener. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. do hate Mike God Keener. Damn it. I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. We've got Jericho and Lance Storm coming out and fuck Mike. As Keener long as I've in. known Mikey, he's hated at the security <laughs> and Mike Keener. <laughs> I just Mikey rarely gets fired up on this podcast. He's always usually the most reserved out of the three of uh-huh. us. And just to see you riled up, over- it was very emotional. <laughs> we got one of those uh, nice little like respect spots yeah. in the beginning, and the fans gave it a standing ovation. That's, the, that's cla- another classic ECW spot. Oh yeah, yeah, white zombie guy was in the front fucking row. Like, oh, they just showed Green Lantern. Glad the fan. Super Fan was in the. Glad show. the Super Fan was in the fucking front row. I, I mean, having all the, yeah, Faith No More guy. Yeah, yeah. That's I what I meant. It. White zombie guy, Faith the Moore. Oh, okay. Whatever All right. you want to call okay. him. Did you? I called him Diesel Guy when I was a kid because I only saw him at the WF events before I started watching ECW. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, Diesel Guy. Yeah. I, I took a picture with him at the King of the Ring at 97. <laughs> These are all, really? Yep. That's pretty cool. He was hanging out outside the Providence Civic Center. And I'm like, hey, Diesel Guy, can I get a photo with you? He goes, yeah, man, let's do it. He's like, actually, it's Faith No More Guy. Whatever. I was in my Cactus Jack shirt. I was like, bing, bing. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, uh, ZTB, can I get a picture? Zachary <laughs> Ty Bryant? Yep. <laughs> The slammer? He was in the crowd. Do you think, you know, as as crazy as the fans were and how everybody excited everybody was, do you think this is like a lot of pent-up frustration, a lot of pent-up energy, because there was really never that... You didn't get the goodbye. Y- there was no... Their last show was like in Ohio. Yeah, there was like, well, because no we, closure, So we, right? we did the first Barely Legal with you, yeah. and then we last year we did ECW Guilty as Charged 2001, which the was last the last ECW pay And they were literally gone days later. Yeah, they did two final shows out in Ohio, and 
it died with a whimper, right? It just right. just ended. And then you had Paul E. show up on Raw, on Raw replacing Lawler, and he's got his ECW hat. And then you didn't get a proper goodbye, exactly. and then they immediately did the invasion angle, which was like a watered Bad taste down. in your mouth, yeah. So that being said, do you think this was... I don't know do if it was think, that watered down. They came out to bodies. Do you, bodies. <laughs> do you think this should have been the swan song? Do you think this should have been it? I mean, yes. Yes, absolutely. If it had ended here, it they would be did, the perfect finale. They they put on a show that did not make me feel like ECW was rose-tinted glasses. They put on a, I believe this was a great show. They did the music. They did everything right. They fucking got Enter Sandman. They got Thunder Kiss fucking 65. I'm pretty sure they played Man in the Box for this they when uh, Tommy Dreamer came yep. out. Like, they did this so mm. right, and they could. Making it a brand was never going to work because they couldn't do it. Fucking Sandman's ECW. They couldn't do this every time. Sandman's no. fake WWE theme was, I was the worst. Yeah. And yeah, and they overdubbed it here. I yeah. actually went and tried to find like a Same. real. Same. I tried name. to find it too. That's yeah. scrubbed from history. Yeah. There's one that uh, like pops up on Facebook every once in a while. Of the real entrance. Yeah, the real entrance of uh, Big Bang. It's Cactus Jack. I, uh, it's just it's it's like a, it's very emotional watching it, and you're like, man, this could have been like the end. And the fans should have been the end. The fans were so amped up they couldn't wait to chant "She's a crack whore" for Donna Marie. Like they're yeah. just wrestling and they're she's a crack whore. But that's yep. where I do agree with you, Mikey. Where there is that p- pent up energy, and every time a new person comes out. They get to release that yeah. energy. Well, if they like, didn't get to chant it then, they might have never got to chant it. So. <laughs> We're going to do it all right now. They couldn't wait. Um, I thought this was a really solid match. Absolutely. Oh. Um, I thought the crowd was like super hot for a really like This was the perfect Opener? opening match yeah. for an ECW reunion, especially with a card that's completely unannounced. Yes. Right. When you don't know what's coming, seeing Lance Storm come out and wear Chris Jericho, it's like, Holy fuck. Yeah. Although, I will say that when they first came out, I did have some trepidation because I'm like, oh, it's just Lance Storm and Jericho, which is awesome. Okay, but it's like WWE guys. But then when you had Just Incredible show up, when you had Jason show up, you're like... Okay. When Joey Styles said, "Oh, it's Jason. I've got hives." I'm, I'm so with him. I, I love that. That was well, what he, a callback. He yeah. almost forgot at first, yeah. and then he got into it. Um. Also, I love that like Joey Styles. You could tell Joey didn't have anybody in his ear because yeah. he's just dropping yes. every corny, shitty ECW. Up oh, first, plate of chops have been served this evening. <laughs> he especially has some choice every- words later on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking Mexican whip, Japanese whip. He's doing all that shit. He was on. He was getting in all of his buzzwords. And considering fucking... he had to keep on carrying Foley, it was even more impressive. Yeah, Foley just should have stuck to Foley work. <laughs> um, um, also, I, f- I feel like I've watched it. Like, you have to remember like what Jericho was doing at this time in 05. Right. And I feel like he went out of his way. Like th- This was a different... Cri- this was really like... this. You're getting Lionheart. So not to jump ahead, but I will say that everything that Jericho does right in this match... Ray Ray does wrong in his match. Right. Uh, yeah, I would say that's fair. But we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get to that point. Okay, but, but match, match, the spot of the night. Spot of the match. Um, what, did AG, you get? what was your spot of the match? Uh, my spot was actually the one we just yeah. saw on footage, which was the reverse of the moonsault from uh, Lance Storm, which led into, into a the, reverse yes. of the Lion Tamer. Lion Tamer yes. uh, I, that, that, that was my spot of the match. Mine also. as well. Can we have a uh, unanimous decision? My favorite spot of the match was the drop kick to the back of the head. God oh, damn it, yeah. Jay-Z. When Lance jumped to the top rope, jumped back, yeah. and ate the drop kick. That was fucking cool. That, also, I was love there, that too. Was there a tiger fucking suplex in there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. like there was like 
the entire match was was fantastic. That uh, was off. Fucking impact players pose. Mel- also, Meltzer uh, had mentioned that he felt like um, Lance Storm should have. It should have been a cleaner finish for his last match. Oh fuck that! Is, how, how, would the, the, how would the fact that an un, a non contracted guy just went over a contracted no guy on a, on a WWE pay per view? I think that's enough. Just Incredibles fucking uh, cane shot, shot on Jericho, brutal, beautiful. I, I noted that like I think Just Incredible as ECW champion is one of the biggest mistakes they've ever made. But even I marked out when he came out with the cane and like they did the spot. Like I'm like, all right, they got me to fucking mark out. But uh, I still think they should have put the world title on uh, Storm instead of Credible for the Impact players. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But like, I feel like they knew that they could keep Just Incredible where Lance Storm he was more of a wild card, where he could, he's a guy that it's could get signed at any point. First time in history anybody ever said Lance Storm is a wild card. Wild card, card Lance Storm. That's what they call him. <laughs> the most boring man ever was a thrill seeker. There was and he's a wild card. There was also the spot in this match where Jericho went to back body drop Lance Storm and he kind of like turned and landed on his on his face yeah. and popped. Right. I thought that was really cool too. This was a great great like, way full to start control this. over yeah. your body. Um, JC, how long did that match feel to you? Not long enough, but I'm gonna say it was like that's a fucking that's like a eight th- minutes, tight eight minutes, seven twenty two. Okay, I I think that's a theme that's of a this th- show. running theme. Like yeah. could have given more well, time. Nothing overstayed its welcome to uh, which yeah. I was. Oh oh, I I think there oh. was some there were several right, spots, okay. but they all involve the same people. They all so. involve Atlas Security <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> Peter. Mike Fuck Peter. you! No, they involve these empty seats that were. Oh here we right go. Which will soon be filled. Uh, yep. We had uh, next up. We got the Pitbull Gary Wolf giving his in uh, little speech before the in memoriam segment. Now here's the, like we see a couple of these throughout the show. Uh huh. This is the only one I really needed in my life. Like, but I, 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 don't I, care. I, I I felt like it was cool to ha- like to have even if it was only going to be this little spot. Like here's Gary Wolf. Here's Al Snow. Here's this guy who we can't have on the show, but he's here. Yeah. They're here for ECW. So I appreciated that this was edited on like a video toaster from 1996. <laughs> There's something about it's very ECW yes. that I loved about it where uh, it didn't feel overproduced oh, by the WWE. <laughs> oh, I thought it was frozen. I didn't, it is frozen. Oh, I thought good. it was just I, that face. I don't yes. know how I felt about the song choice. For oh this. But, yeah, it was. It's in the wrestling hall of I will remember you. Will you? Um, so they, the um, timeline for me, as far as the guys who they added in this, really like, I, I was like, whoa, whoa, this guy was dead by then. This guy was dead so, by then. So let me give it the rundown on who was uh, remembered in the in memoriam: uh, Rocco Rock, Terry Gordy, Crash Holly, The Sheik. Mike Lazansky, Pitbull number one, Big Dick Dudley, and Chris Candido. I believe Luis Piccoli is a glaring omission from that list. I feel like Luis Piccoli. He definitely should I have mean, been there. yeah, absolutely. And if they waited like a year or so, Johnny Grunge. <laughs> he was. <laughs> well, the one note that I had on this show is that the ECW Remembrance video was a little light, but if they just waited three extra years, yeah, yeah, it'd be a lot more full. It blows my mind that the ECW show doesn't have as many dead people as you'd think. That's it. true. You know, like in the grand scheme of things, fucking. Um, I love the Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Yeah, but Terry Gordy only had a handful of matches in ECW. Yeah, but because all I remember is ECW the TV. The Battle of the Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Yeah, that was played so many times on TV. It was etched in my mind. And they couldn't even find a fucking video of Crash Holly in ECW. Right. He made one televised appearance. It's like, yeah, it's very and sad. And don't forget about Mike Lazansky. 
I actually have a Mike Lazansky story. Uh, I believe it was like Raven or someone that was telling the story where at ECW, you would only get paid if you worked. Mike Lazansky would show up to shows, change into his gear, wet down his hair, tell someone that he worked and get paid. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. He's a, he's officially he's officially accepted in that video. <laughs> Holy shit. That's the best. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear my theory on like WrestleMania weekend? What? So I've never been to a WrestleMania weekend. This year will be my first year. So how many wrestlers just go to shows to help out? Right, oh, yeah. a, t- a ton. Yeah. So what I what I've always wanted to do, I never did, is the Monday or Tuesday after WrestleMania weekend, just email the promoters that were there and thank them for letting me help out, even though I was never there. Yeah, <laughs> just like, hey man, thanks so much. Even if I could just set up the ring, I'm happy. Yeah, I was happy to do it. I was happy to set up the chairs for you. Yeah, you know, I helped uh, bring it, tear it down. And yeah, they'll never know. Absolutely. Yeah. Except unless they listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> unless anyone, Trust me, no one's listening to this podcast. Unless anyone, uh, like hires us to do a ring crew then we know because it's only the two of us <laughs> and we'll know uh, the, uh, there was a big omission from this remembrance video uh fryy the ecw frying pan mascot <laughs> yeah r.i.p yeah r.i.p representing the shirt yeah. right now yeah, currently get the, sh- yeah, rest- get the shirt on t public yeah, rest, public rest store. in pan <laughs> so what's next on here um next up we have the sinister minister and mikey whipwreck accompanying yoshihiro tajiri to the ring it's the unholy alliance i was kind of bummed that it wasn't a tag match yes that mikey wasn't on the show yeah yes. me too hey he got a fucking whippersnapper in he did what but do you need? a super whippersnapper. A super whippersnapper. Could, could they have not done a triple a three-way dance tag match i mean yeah of course could have but who else are they going to team uh, there wasn't enough guys around <laughs> <laughs> I guess they could have just thrown JT Smith in with super crazy. I had one. Yeah, right. I have one question about this show: Hardcore Homecoming, everything else. Where the fuck was Chili Willy? Right, Chili Willy should have been teaming with Super Crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where was Tom Marquez? Yeah, yeah where's the prodigy? Where's the prodigyet? <laughs> where's Nicole Bass? Uh, actually, where was Big Sal? Yeah, we got true. fucking Big Guido. Who Listen, the fuck gives a get, shit? He's he's interchangeable. I did love that. No, Jake- they're not. Big Cell, Big Cell's no. just as much as the FBI as fucking anybody. Yeah, we agree yeah. with that. That's Who why we wanted Big, Big Guido. Who is Big, Big Guido? Guido? Listen, he's fine. Big Guido appeared at Heat Wave '96, and then like. Who knows? I love the fact that... J.T. Smith's there? Uh, yes. yes. And Tracy? the fact that uh, it'll be another thing you see throughout the show. Even if the guy's not wrestling, man, are they wearing their They're best wearing gear, gear. Their best shit. They, oh, you never know. I don't know if Sebu's going to make it. I don't know. <laughs> I might have to hop in there tonight. I wish Tommy Rich was there. Yeah, right? C.W. Yeah. Anderson and... Uh, uh, fucking Chris Chetty were like, no, we're not going to get in their gear. Like, you can sit in the crowd then. You know, <laughs> tell the crowd's really pumped up because M- Tony Mamaluke gets a chant. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, everyone's pumped. Fucking, like, fucking Tony Marmaluke. Marmaluke? Tony Marmalade. Marmaduke. We're, uh-huh. we're Skull Van Crush. That's what yeah, I want. Yeah, right? Yeah. We're DeBaldi's. I also noticed, I think it was around this match, that uh, the timekeeper was Mark Yeaton. Yes, that was that was weird to like, me too. Goddamn WWE invasion! <laughs> WWE was just, the, just, just ring the fucking bell. <laughs> they were just giving him heat. I feel like the fans didn't even recognize Super Crazy at first until he got in the ring. Where they that's when they really popped for him. So I mean, th- it was this show that got Super Crazy and Psychosis a job, right? Yeah, yeah, and Blue Meanie, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, for a couple months. Uh huh. Hey, you got paid. Um. So I I looked into this. Uh, this exact triple threat match mm-hmm. happened in ECW 
Seventeen I times. I believe it. Yeah. I fucking believe it. Seventeen Absolutely. times. And that's why it's on this. Sh- that's why it's on the show. And, and that's just what's on cage match. I'm sure there was other thing, other cards that were missed. And how many? And then think about how many times Super Crazy and Tajiri worked each other in general, each other. just one on one. Yeah, it's insane. Um, now, Ag, have you ever worked anyone in this match? Um, I've actually wrestled every single person. In- <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Um, so I've wrestled cool. uh, Guido on. Three separate, three occasions. I'm once, a big fan of Guido. once singles, once tag, and then once in a six man at the ECW arena. That's awesome. Okay. Um, also, fun fact: I uh, had a match in the ECWA Super Eight tournament where my referee was the referee in this match, John Finnegan. Oh, oh John Finnegan. Oh, poor old John Finnegan. Begin again. Who was better, me or John Finnegan? Oh shit. <laughs> well, that uncomfortable <laughs> silence answers that question. No, um, Mike Pava definitely meant a lot more to be Aww. in the ring with. It, it, it meant a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> Hell of a guy. Um, can I just say, like, you'll notice during this match and the first, oh, and, and, and the great moonsault, um, you'll notice that, like, everyone is out there to, like, either A, get a job, or B, steal the show. Tonight. I literally yep. wrote down, everyone looks so motivated on this fucking show. This, that's, it's a very stark contrast from when they went WWECW. Everyone yeah. was working their balls off. I would yep. love to hear Paul Heyman's speech before this show. Oh, my oh. God. Right? Guys, this could be the start of a new era. Do you think, <laughs> do you, was Vince backstage here? Um, No, I think Johnny Ace was running the show. So yeah. no Vince at all? I don't think Vince was at. Like I don't think he was in Hammerstein. He could not be bothered. I I don't know for sure. I'm just kind of Johnny Ace was definitely in the back because he was the person that uh, confronted Blue Meanie post the brawl at the end. Was this so? Had had uh, Guido already been a referee at this point for no. WWE? No, he was, he was probably still wrestling. Okay, yeah, for WWE he's probably probably still in the FBI with Big Vito and Johnny Stamboli. Really. Okay. Well, because yeah, on commentary, Styles does uh, there. He's called Nunzio in WWE. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Oh, uh, where the fuck's Atlas Security? Where the fuck are they? Well, they got to do the... <laughs> come on, calm down. Give him a chance. Um, little Guido was actually supposed to have the role that Kurt Angle had during the Tough Enough competition. He was supposed to be the shoot wrestler Ooh, that the I Tough would've... Enough people were that had to wrestle. I would have loved that. That would have been great. Be- Paul Heyman was pushing for it to be Little Guido the whole time because he was a legit shooter. Mm-hmm. He was hey, in great Atlas shape. there's Atlas Security. <laughs> yep, look at him up there keeping people back. He didn't put... He, look at that! Look at him keeping everyone back! That's the only... That, that's actually the only workhorse of the group. <laughs> <laughs> he actually looked like Atlas holding back the world on his back. <laughs> uh, super crazy does his big uh, moonsault dive off the balcony, Spot takes out the me. FBI and uh, about 12 fans. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know how happy those fans were? Yeah. And then Joey <laughs> Styles. AC, oh, I got broken ribs. AC, yes. yes. That's a fucking but, moment. But see, you were talking about how. how uh, you couldn't every, do this? How everybody looks like um, you know a million bucks and they're really trying to get a job. The wrestlers were just as excited about this yes. as the fans were. Yeah. Like, inside, yes. like, this is great. Except for Benoit and uh, Guerrero. Oh. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get um, there. I love when he did the moonsault off the balcony. First of all, balcony dive blew my fucking mind as a kid. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I couldn't believe they did that. And then there was another spot later I couldn't believe they did. But um, Qua- oh, I love ahead. Joey Styles yelling, Ay Dios mío! Yep, Spanish class- 4. Oh, oh my God. God. Classic Joey. <laughs> if, spoiler alert, because New Jack was not on this show. Had New Jack been on the show, 
would he gotten the yes. balcony dive? Probably. Yes. Yeah, and Spike was like, please don't book him. Please don't book him. <laughs> please don't book uh, him. New Jack couldn't be on the show because he had warrants in New York. Yeah, he can't wrestle in the state. Ah! In New- he couldn't is, wrestle in the state of New York. He couldn't be. They wanted him, but he couldn't. They also wanted him to w- be the guy that stabbed John Cena, yeah. and not Jesus. And he couldn't get it because of New York again. Why do they just want to bring in New Jack? And I why mean, do they keep trying to do it in New York? <laughs> um, after a super... Um, oh, what was your guys' spot in the match, by the way? The moonsault. It's not done yet. Moonsault uh, off the balcony? Not, no, we're not doing we're not a watch-along. We're just talking about the goddamn show. I know, but we just... You're like, oh, well, he hits him with the... Okay, so he hits he, him with the super okay. thing. You did. That wasn't the finish. That's when we Mikey gets eliminated because it's a three-way dance, okay. and the match continues. All right, Joey Styles, we get it. It's not like a triple, a typical triple threat match and. uh <laughs> WWE rules. So what was your guys' spot of the match? <laughs> My uh, spot of the match was the balcony dive. Um, I would like to say an honorable mention, like I pop for it, is when all the fans uh, counted in 10. In, in Spanish. Spanish. That was yes. awesome. That was always the fun. 10 punch. Uh, also, my spot of the match was the balcony moonsault. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, it's sp- gotta be. It's gotta be moonsault off the balcony. My spot of the match was when... Um, Big Guido picked him up for the powerbomb, and he gave him the, the mist. mist. I thought that was really well done. Man, we're so close to getting unanimous votes, yeah. but one person... Oh, your, was yours balcony, balcony dive. So, uh, little Guido eliminate, was eliminated after Super Whippersnapper. JC, when do you think that elimination happened? Oh, Ooh. man. So, here's the thing. Especially this match, um, everybody's working super fast because they have those time constraints. I'm going to say four minutes. Four minutes and nine seconds. All right. Nice. Okay. And then uh, after a after a, a more awkward sequence than you'd think between Super Crazy and Tajiri. A little bit of rust. Um, uh, to, uh, Super Crazy hit a powerbomb and a moonsault to get the win. I was kind of surprised by that. I felt like Super Crazy was the guy that had to win. You think so? Yes. Was Tajiri still under contract? Maybe. No, I don't think he was at this point. His last match in WWE was actually in Boston on a Sunday night heat. Really? No kidding. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a few months before this, I believe. Okay. Um, JC, how long did the match feel to you and Hole? So the the rest of the match couldn't have... Uh, so the entire thing? Yeah. Six and a half minutes. Six minutes, 12 seconds. All right, yeah. So right nice. there. Like, nice. They fit a lot into six and a half minutes. I'll give them the credit. I, but this is another match that could have benefited for more time. Agreed. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Sinister Minister tries to. I think it was during the <laughs> the power bomb. The power bomb. The was fucking bomb. low blow on Big Guido. Yeah, but it looks like he just tears his quad. He like comes <laughs> in and he like he falls over. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna punch you in the belly. He he <laughs> falls and he's like, as he's falling, he's like, oh shit, I had the low blow. And he like reaches around. <laughs> yeah. There's something about seeing James Mitchell on a WWE produced show. Worst I- low blow since Ashley Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I uh, I always. I always wish he he could have been got a run. Yeah, who Mitchell, the Minister. Minister. He's yeah. so good on the mic. He was one of the best talents. I feel like they never hired or mm. never even looked into. I mean, really. considering all the shit they've done with Kane over the years, they absolutely could have brought the him f- in to be. He was such a good talker, and yeah. like I don't understand why they wouldn't use him. He's got a great look. He he's looks a joker. Like the devil. He's a smoker. He's a midnight toker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a karaoke. Uh, oh. yeah, he actually is. He earns his own karaoke business. That's true. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. For the finish, Super Crazy powerbombs the fuck 
out of Tajiri. It's because there was that awkward spot at the very end where it looked like somebody was supposed to go for something and they both like went to duck and like they both just... they both went for a kick at the same time. Yes. Which is such a small thing and, to, and, 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 and they, they and harped the crowd, on that you fucked up chant. They were waiting. They needed like, anything. Yes. They were waiting for that release. They were. Um do they think they had the uh the brick ECW entranceway in the WWE warehouse? Yes. yes. Actually. Oh. That brick entranceway is owned by NYWC, New York Wrestling Connection, in Long Island, New York. Really? Uh, they, now, it's the is, original entrance. Who, who owns that? Is that somebody? A guy named Shane, but it's, it was from Mikey. Mikey Whipwreck was the head Cut trainer. Cut the oh, okay. fucking music! Oh, <laughs> no, not, no, not, not Douglas, oh, not oh. Douglas. Fucking JT Smith getting killed by Mike Awesome like during the promo package. like When Mike Awesome did the dive over the ropes and broke JT Smith's back, I, I wasn't happy when they showed that. Like, <laughs> and the same thing with when they showed Sabu getting his neck broken with oh, by Benoit. But there's just, again, these video packages, it's amazing because they are showing the true, real yes. ECW. And this Lights is, the bitch, and then you marry one. This, this <laughs> is another thing watching when I was like, man, this is, they're really treating this like this is the end. And it, it, it been. really should have been. Like, I kept watching, like, man, they're really going all out with this. I, I, and while I appreciate the video packages, I, like, I feel like that was a big point on why everything else was so short, like match-wise. Like I don't care about video package. Yeah, I, I saw it. I know what I watched. So, the I watched the rise and fall of ECW. Like rewatching this, I wonder, and I ask you guys: um, in 2019, is there anything that could ever recapture? Like, fa- like you can't like ever this? do something no. something like this in 2019. Like, there's no could nostalgia. Could WWE do this? Well, I mean, and I'm not talking about ECW. I'm just saying in general. Like, you're not going to do a TNA reunion pay per view unless WWE gonna... did like a Ring of Honor one night stand. Or but like, like, would that get the same kind ECW specifically? You're saying no. I'm not. Ever, I'm saying not this... ECW. I'm saying can you find like a reunion show for especially I... one night off? So I, I I think about this actually, and like in 2009 or 10, like XP. W tried to do a reunion show and just like flopped. Oh my God, it was as good as every other XPW like show. Half, half the guys like weren't even XP. Like there's there's a concussion because because they couldn't get Sabu. So like, oh oh, this guy's God. enough like Sabu. We'll just use concussion instead. Oh, Can we bring in concussion, JC? Yep. <laughs> I, I no. I really... like, I'm just like I mean ECW is a very singular special thing, and this like the ECW one night stand was amazing, but like in in today's Nostalgia culture, especially everybody's so looking. No, you don't think a WCW show would do well? You see, I would love oh, that. Oh my no! Please, never. If I they had, if they had the, great. if they had the full Nitro set with the flame, fucking that would be amazing. Pads, because I really want to see Glacier versus Disco Inferno. Yeah. Um. Yes. At an indie show, sure. On a WWE paper. Yeah. But what if they treated it just like WCW? Now, what if they had Slim Jim posts? <laughs> if they got Tony Schiavone, then hell yeah. Okay. And Scott Hudson. Right, so I need Scott Hudson. So now you're, now you're getting. And into it, but it's going to be Tony Schiavone and Mick Foley. I hope JBL gives fucking Mark Madden the blue meanie treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that just goes to show how special this entire thing was because you can't ever go back to this. Um, next up on the card was Psychosis taking on Rey Mysterio. Psychosis comes out wearing his full Psychosis mask with the wig on and then proceeds to take it off, which Joey Styles says is a show of respect in Mexico. I couldn't give a fuck less about it. He should have wrestled in the fucking mask. One of my notes right there, should have wrestled in the mask. Crowd also thought so too. Chanting, put the mask on. That was hysterical. And the only thing that uh, quelled their vitriol was the sounds of, who's that jumping out the sky? Boo! 
Rey Mysterio wearing his fucking pleather baggy pants. He should have been wearing tights, which yep. he did the next year when he wrestled Sabu mm-hmm. at One Night Stand. Um, I would also like to say if this was a WCW pay-per-view, you'd be hearing, dun, 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 And then, dun, they, then they bring a lock. that get you hype? Does that get you hype? And then they bring out Loch Ness. Yeah, they bring a Loch Ness next. Dun, dun, dun. It's just an urn. Oh. It's a giant urn. And fucking bring it out on Dolly. Dolly. Um, this is where I really started noticing that Joey Styles and Mick Foley weren't like gelling very oh, well. Oh, now you know this is really where it picked up to me because this is where Joey's contradicting Mick and Mick's like, yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't. You don't have to correct me, and people wouldn't know. Like, um, is this the match or was it the last match where uh, Mick Foley says, uh, "I'm not going to know any of this. I'm just going to sit back and yeah. watch." Yeah, yeah, I, think I think it was the was, last yeah, one. Uh, yeah, fucking trust me, you would have known all of this match. We get a we get a truffle shuffle from a fan in the crowd <laughs> uh, to start this match, which really uh, set the tone for the rest of the match here. This I feel like about a quarter of the way through this match, they were gonna work Lucha Libre, and then they said fuck it, and then Psychosis just went to an American style, just putting heat on Ray. The, yeah. It was just it was it was way slower than you'd anticipate. Well, again, Jericho set the stage, man. You want to come in here and do like just follow Jericho's blueprint. Do the best that you can to to imitate what you did in ECW before. Like it starts it starts off very early. <laughs> yeah, the miscommunication. Yeah, and I I think they <laughs> they try to get the respect spot, but you can't when you're. Ray's had a really rough time. Yeah, they just fucked it up and did a face-off. I I would also like to say it probably wasn't very easy. I feel like anything that was WWE heavy was automatically shit on by the crowd. Also, this is the third wrestling email. Like, this three matches in a row that are very similar in style. You would have broken it up with doing a garbage Uh, match in between. Absolutely. Um... Um, Ray, Ray's had a real rough time at One Night Stands because next year he's World Heavyweight Champion working Sabu. And they go to a no contest. Yeah. yeah. No, no. They just did a double leg drop on the outside. Call it. They're too injured to continue. I hated that. That was, um, that was, it was a DDT. It was a DDT through the table. Yeah. And it was it was such a weak ass fucking spot. It's Sabu. All the things you've seen Sabu do all <laughs> the years. No, no, no. DDT. Threw a table on the floor, dude. That's it for Sabu. Oh, all right. No, oh I guess my god. So. I remember people were like, "Is it shoot?" No. Like, <laughs> it's shut up. So, as getting on Anthony's point, where you know anything WWE is heavily shit on. As soon as Ray goes for the six one nine, everyone's like, yeah. Boo! "Do it!" I didn't think anything was gonna get more heat than when Psychosis threw on a sleeper hold and the parents are. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a lumberjack here. And spoiler alert: Uh-oh. this isn't gonna be the only six one nine he does tonight. And yeah. the crowd hates both of both them. Both of them. Why do the second one later yeah. on? Don't just don't do it. Yeah. Agreed. Like literally, take it out of the repertoire. Yeah, that, one night only. One night. Stand. Even if he did. Even if he did a fake dive and did the 619, I feel like they would have reacted better than like the kick version. If yes. he did old school WCW where he just did right. it as a just a move. Yeah. Like just as like a, almost like a taunt. Yes. I did that on the game all the time. Yes. Uh <laughs> I have a strong feeling we're all going to have the same spot of the match for well, this one. Let's go around Anthony. Spot of the match is the famous psychosis bump in the corner. Oh. No. You fucked it up, AG. God damn you it. fucked up. You fucked up. Is, is all the rest of ours the guillotine? Because the psycho guillotine. God damn it. I did, I did write down the fucking uh, psycho, the classic psychosis death corner spot. Um, I also wrote down well, how he, incredible the West Coast pop to the floor was. Oh, yeah. Um, On to fans, by the way. Yes. <laughs> psychosis uh, tried to 
to go for that move, but Ray, that's why, because right before that, he pushes Ray into the corner. Like, no, I got to do my psychosis. I got to do my spot, brother. He's like um, he's like Chris Hamrick doing that spot where he flies yes. out of the ring. He's like, I'm getting that in. I got to get that in. Oh, yeah, there's no Chris Hamrick on there on this show. Good. Said nobody. Fuck, man. I'm a crown. Chris Hamrick going on there doing that thing, man. I roll up looking tight. I'm in fucking Plainfield, Connecticut, fucking train people, motherfucker. I don't know, man. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, Scotty Vegas, you get a pile drive off the top rope. Yeah, what the fucking David Loomis guy? What are you fucking doing over here, man? Like, fuck. Yeah, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> you are? That is the truest thing you could have ever said. When I found out how old he was, I'm like, what? Um, Ray jumping into the crowd was crazy to me. And, real, and like shit like that is stuff you're never going to see anymore. Why is that a six-year-old kid in the crowd? That's Ray Mysterio. Oh. Who the <laughs> Six years old. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah, this match. Okay. So uh, the West Coast Pop and the six one nine get the six one nine and the West Coast Pop rather get the win for Rey Mysterio. All right, JC, how long did that match feel to you? Um, it was <sighs> seven minutes. Match went six twenty two. All right, I'm doing pretty good tonight on time. Really good. I was gonna say uh, I've listened to a lot of best in shows. This like you've gotten progressively better at times. He's only um, just wait till the next one. He'll be way off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking when he said nine minutes for Savage Ultimate Warrior when it went thirty or something. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have my good days and my bad, just like anybody else. See, but that shows that he really loved. This show. Oh yeah, yeah. When, he, when he's on point, like yeah. If it not, it's like well, I. Or really uh, hated. You're, you're like, absolutely All right. right. Yeah, yeah, over watching yet? The, watching that's your absolutely true. Yeah, but if I'm in, really invested in it, here I'm, comes the invaders. I really could have done without every single one of the invader segments. Every I just don't. I don't. I don't want them there. I'm, I liked them there. I'm 100 percent okay with Maven being there. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. Yeah, what about me? What about Maven? Like, Imagine! That, that Maven come out great. dressed as Raven? Like, that would have been amazing. And then Tommy okay. Dreamer comes out? I, I would have loved that. <laughs> well, here's but... the thing. Do it all at once. Don't have SmackDown, then Raw. Right, but do you think this... Quote the Maven, nevermore. I just... I, I, I love I, that. I don't... I get why they did it. I understand. Do I you? Just, I just think it could. They needed the they, star power to draw. Uh, do you, uh, that was my next question. Do oh you, yes, Vince. Do you I think yes. that was this day with like a backup plan in case? <sighs> Not a like, backup plan. This was their plan. <sighs> like this is what this is what the tr- selling point but of the paper. Why have? Do you think they could have sold out that balcony? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the other. <laughs> 32 seats. There was people even. literally hanging from the fucking rafters. They showed like a fucking, like an overshot. And there's like a lady with her leg out, like one of the bars, like sitting on top of the fucking, like, there's people everywhere at this fucking show. Like, they're doing a big pan around right now. Right. And then you, but you can leave all these seats open. Do you think, do you, but it gave them, it gave the ECW fans a, a chance to, to really hate okay. WWE. I mean, sure. To really like say fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. This is the dance. And uh, I just I feel like they didn't need like twenty guys or twenty segments. So when I bought um, I bought the right. I, I for some reason I had to buy the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD twice. I bought it the first time and then I had to buy it. The you second, bought the first disc and then you bought the second. Well, disc. when I bought the second copy of it, it was a double pack and it came with ECW One Night Stand okay. in two thousand five. Yeah. And it had the alternate JBL audio Drunk commentary. commentary so somebody had mic'd him up, the, up yes. there? Yes. He was Holy mic'd. Sh- whose idea was that? Because that's Some amazing. genius, yeah. And he's getting progressively Does more he drunk. Does bury everything? Yes. yes. See, this is why... 
I wish I had. I, I was trying to find it earlier, here, and I wish I had it yeah. for specifically the Mike Awesome Masato Tanaka match because he really goes off. In yeah, that. he's he's very vocal there. And when when they first come out, they turn their backs on him, which I thought was weird. Like, why them of all people? They did that to, to Mike Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Also I don't to know Paul why. Heyman later. Okay. Um, I, I just but see to, to me like. That there, there's real emotion here. Yes, yeah. like there's a couple of guys up there that really hate Hates. this. Well, Kurt hate Angle JBL, really hated Eric ACW. Bischoff, J- Kurt, JBL, Kurt Angle, like these guys, like Savon Grenier, like Snitsky's there, like all these guys are just there. Rob but Conway, those, <laughs> yeah. those four, the con man, those three or four, like. Holy shit. Like, what if Rob Conway was trying to con his way into the ECW locker room? <laughs> like, I've been here all along. Just I'm look here. at me. <laughs> They're like, Mike Lazansky? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and, I ass- me. and I assigned to see. <laughs> I, uh, I like how Joey's like, just just play anything. Yeah. Just, I get these guys off the screen. Yeah, that was great. Well, uh, like, I that- mean, you had, like, I so when we watched Extreme Heat, um, I did like that they used footage of Angle from the yes. ECW show as a part of the storyline with Taz. Yeah. Um, but like Angle really didn't like ECW after that. Like nope. these are that there is genuine right animosity. Exactly. JBL was just he was like fucking seething. Yeah. Instead of the invaders, there's only one thing I would have done on this show. Instead of having all these guys have Jerry Lawler show up. Lights uh, out, lights on, Jerry Lawler, Jim but Cornette. See, that was like th- they needed Jake all Roberts. these guys. Like you could have just had Jerry Lawler. Like, that that would have been guy. amazing, and he could have represented it all. But and cost Tommy Dreamer the tag match later. Or alternatively, just have Bischoff, since Bischoff is being set right. up as the antagonist in this story with the Bischoff JBL. Like, it, uh, like it all would have made yeah, sense. Yeah, one from Raw, one from SmackDown. Yeah, and you just do that. We get another ECW memories video. Wait, before we get there, I have something. Two things about this promo that I absolutely love. Okay, go for it. Do their pro- no, the promo hasn't happened yet. Has no, it? go for it. No, oh, yeah. so, I'm yeah, sorry. We're there. We're there. We're there. Yeah. Well, when Joel Gardner showed up? Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, real quick, before we do that, in this video, uh, we see a lot of 911. Yes. Um, I have a hot take. Oh. 911 had the best choke slam ever, ever in wrestling. Okay. Uh, I, I mean. I, uh, I, I forgot to mention this earlier. At um, Hardcore Homecoming, Danny Doring and Roadkill interrupted Tammy Sitch, Johnny Grunge, and Pitbull. They interrupted them and told them to beat it, and then nine one one came what? out and choke slammed him. Oh, uh, I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> still alive. Good for him. What? Joey Janelle was just trying to book him for uh, Mania weekend. Jeez. Oh, just have him throw a choke slam. That's it. Was well, yeah. Was it just me, or is anyone else scared that JBL was going to push, push Joe Gardner over the edge? Yep. 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 I literally yep. have that spot of the night. He yep. almost murders. <laughs> spot him. of the night. He kicked him full toe in the asshole toe in the as asshole. hard as he could. Do you know how much that hurts? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look like if you just watched it, like it looks like he just kind of if you're not paying attention, but he kicked him, kicked him right in the asshole. <laughs> he kicked him so hard. And like I really think he was trying. If Gertner didn't just like. Fall the way he did. Yeah. He would have went he over the barrier. Went over. He would have survived because the place is packed. Yeah, they they crowd surfed him. Would've <laughs> that would have been awesome. Back up to the balcony. <laughs> now I'm really sad a, that didn't happen. He's a good 25 feet in the air. Like, they're pretty high up. Yeah. Fucking Bubba Ray Dudley had people jumping off of that thing to yeah. come fucking fight him. <laughs> Owen Hart wishes he was at ECW. Uh, Old forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're really throwing him out there. Hey, fucking okay, JBL. One just put that down that <laughs> yeah, beer. Oh, oh, we oh, gotta oh, bounce those checks. Here, here also, it comes. Also with that promo, like, did you guys? Ah, Jesus. 
so kills scary. him. The fucking the, <laughs> the the fucking bars at knee level. Like that's perfect grip I, and height. I I feel like uh, during JBL's portion of this promo, like the crowd was just booing the sh- like. Doesn't matter yeah. what you said. I, I just hated the fact that he just tried. Like he didn't eat up that. Yeah, no, he's trying to cut his wrestling promo. He just tried to cut the well, promo. He was drunk it. and just trying to shout him down. I well, just, he's not even drunk. He's progressively more drunk. They're drinking throughout the show. Yes. They had him. Yeah, they had him drinking at the other. They had him drinking already before they showed up. There's he does commentary for Lance Storm versus Chris Jericho too. Yeah, like the, he wherever they were before, in the back. Yeah, they're like they, JBL was still mic'd up and they were still getting drunk. Oh, Shane Douglas shirt. Edit that out. <laughs> so, um, going through Meltzer's notes. Uh, for this show, uh, apparently the WWE crew that was there, uh, whether it's officials or other guys, were really appalled by the ECW audience. And like they were surprised. Uh, kind of just like these people are animals. Like look at this. Like but they the didn't understand. Here's the thing: they didn't yeah. understand. That's a positive. <laughs> that, that that that's a positive. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, wow, look at this. These these create the rabid fans. The counterculture with the sub like. Look at these guys. They're they they like what they see and they're into everything. Ugh. Like this was Nerds. a community. It's a community. It is truly like this this great. Oh, like man. people never stopped giving heat. They never like yeah. there was never a little lull. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle has the worst insult ever. As of the use, your mom taught me how. No, I. That's my favorite insult. Yeah, <laughs> is it? But that's just they're trying so hard. I actually said that exact over. line at the last NCW show to a, <laughs> yeah, to a little did. kid that said, Lumberjake sucks. I said, your mom taught me how. <laughs> did you already watch the show at this point? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, that, you're a regular JBL. <laughs> so here, they uh, thankfully, the SmackDown crew are cut off Jesus. by the one and only Fonzie Thank and, and like, Rob Van Dam. Did this Dam. have to go so long? Like. So I want to know, do you think that was like a Paul Heyman call right there? I mean, I think like, they were hey, always yo. supposed to interrupt. But do you think it was that soon? Because no. It, looked it like took he... way too long, in my opinion. Yeah, do you think Paul Heyman was like, this is going way too long, just fucking cut or their mic Well, right JBL now. has a very specific cue, so I think he was supposed to hit it earlier. And I think he just kept on rambling, and when he finally got it, just hit the music! Ugh. Um, but um, here's my hot take. This is the best promo of Rob Van Dam's career. Yes! Yeah, that's fair. 100%. This is the most emotional, real, genuine Rob Van Dam. Since, like, I would say since Barely Legal 97, where he cut that post-promo saying where he would go to Raw, he would go to Monday nights and blah, blah, blah. I thought that was a great promo. Oh, that was that was because he, was, he wasn't even scheduled to be on the show and He's was a last-minute replacement. So, again, these real, real emotional happenings when he gets that opportunity. He, and that's part of the promo where he's like, WWE doesn't let me be this guy. RVD is similar to me. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. RVD is similar to me where we're both huge potheads and our best promos come from half shooting. <laughs> yeah, when you're yelling and half crying and screaming. <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm in a glass case. <laughs> <I'm outside." laughs> Pissing AG's gear back. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Hold for edit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Rhino Attacks. Interrupts the RVD promo, which was awesome. Yeah, that was fantastic. He gave him the big spear. Yep, there was, uh, a, no, potted, there was a potted plant right next to Rob Van Dam. He kicked that too. <laughs> so surprised that the crowd didn't actually shit on him when he said uh, he he kind of put over the one night stand, but he said this sucks worse than missing WrestleMania. No, no, he said it didn't. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm, saying, this, I'm, I'm surprised they just didn't boo the fact that he said, said WWE, WWE show. It was funny that he's like, it's it, this is worse than missing Booker T's wedding. <laughs> he said he said the overseas tour, Booker T's wedding, Russell, Russell freaking mania. But wasn't and I don't know if we talked about this. Uh, wasn't was like Robin Dam hard passed on the overseas tours? Yes, he, he's like, he refused to go. He's like, yeah, that sucks. Hard pass. He he wouldn't do tribute to the troops. He, right. He would not. And Vince was like, everyone was like, you should really do it. Oh, because like, it was no. optional. Because it was optional. Quote unquote right. optional. Even though you got in trouble if you didn't go. Um, Rhino Rhino gores uh the fuck out of Rob Van Dam, and then the lights go out. A what? Ve- a very ECW segue to get to this next match. Eight points away, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when I when we were young, my cousin and I were younger, and we were giant ECW fans. Whenever I would stay over his house, when I would come downstairs into the basement, I would come down and I would turn the lights off. Then they would pop back on, and I would just be in those seven <laughs> posts. Lights come back on. Cipriano with bruising. <laughs> like that. Like this is such an ECW fucking sabu. Like I just my favorite fucking thing in the world. Just lights come on and fucking pointing at yeah, the sky. Yeah, exactly. That we would do it every all the yeah. time. Always waiting for Sting. <laughs> yep, always waiting for Sting. Nope, that was Sabu nope, and Taz Sabu. for me. Yeah. The um, Sabu thing, uh, he, he pointed at the sky because he didn't understand what lights were. So he was a wild man that didn't understand what like the ceiling lights were. So that's what he was pointing at. He thought it was, huh. yeah, hmm. a little, little fun fact for you. That's where the original gimmick came from. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, big props to Sabu. No fuck-ups in this match. He was working he hard, hard man, man. on point. Fucking he he didn't do that thing where he jumps up on the chair Falls and then back, back and then jumps back on his feet uh-huh. <laughs> like fact, uh, Sabu. The, the the double triple quadruple jump moon yeah, yeah 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 the yep. only downside to the lights off is that we didn't get hookah blues to start yeah. I was excited when we got hookah blues at the end yeah uh, hookah blues is one of the best theme songs and it was an original too like Harry and the Slash Tones. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. Great song. Great. And it was so good they just used it for any pay-per-view hype they needed. Um, my, uh, I know we're getting into the match, but before they did the run-in, I loved Rob Van Dam. You know, if they would have listened to me, you would have been hired years ago, Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that Fonzie's <coughs> here. I love everything about this segment. Matt, like segment into match was just, I, it was very ECW. I they never it. brought Fonzie back into WWE ECW. Nope, this right? was it. This is his one shot. This is his big thing. Uh, Which again goes to Mike Pava's. Uh, it should have been the finale. Yeah, I would. They did everything right at this show. They did. I like, it was surprising how right everything was. Do you think Rob Van Dam should have came out to walk? Yes. Do you think the crowd would have fucking went in, like? It would have been amazing. Also, do you think it would have been a bigger reaction if it went lights out, lights on, Rhino? Yes, yes, I yeah. do. I absolutely yeah. and do. And then lights off, lights out again, Sabu. Sabu. Yeah, lights off, lights on, Rhino. People would have thought it was going to be Sabu. Yeah, oh, here's a big reunion. Yeah. And no, lights it's off, Rhino. Boo. Lights off, lights on, Sabu. Oh, he's actually here. And then lights on, lights off, Taz. <laughs> lights <laughs> off, lights on, nobody's in the ring. Lights off, lights on, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> clap on, clap off. Listen. And then Paul Heyman forgot to pay the electric bill and just doesn't turn back on again. Uh, this I love this match. This was great. This was a real uh, quintessential ECW match. Now, you said um, uh, Sabu didn't fuck anything up. I would argue um, it wasn't necessarily a fuck up as much as he didn't protect himself when Rhino tripped him and he ate the fucking chair. Oh, He smashed his face 
so hard on that's, the setup chair. That's my spot of the match. Oh my mm. god, he fucking dented that with his fucking like his chin. Luckily, yeah, luckily he hit it with his nose and chin, like <laughs> all the nice soft bones in your face. Uh, the the ECW fans with the you got fired chance for Rhino. Yeah, yeah, but you know they all got fired, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ag, what was your spot of this match? Uh, a real weird one, honestly. Uh, my favorite was Rhino's cell uh, onto the chair. Yes, a- after the yes. poetry and motion, he gave him the poetry and motion off the chair, and Rhino sells forward and sh- falls forward and hits his face on the back of the just, chair. Yeah, guillotine just like throw. That was my it, spot yeah. of the match too. Yeah. I thought that was really fucking like that's just a worker smart. Like that was just something that was there. It's probably hundred percent not just called. Right there. Just fucking oh, what a great move by Rhino. Uh, my spot was more of an emotional spot of the match. Was Fonzie getting gored? Uh, there was just something. Like, it was just like, did Fonzie get gored? Yeah, Did right. Didn't he, didn't he get gored? I oh, was that the referee? Uh, the referee it, got gored. Pee wee, pee wee. Oh, Herman. I thought it was Fonzie. No, Fonzie was fine. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Mike Keener was also fine. Oh. Mikey. Um, you know okay. what? I like the. Uh, uh, I just like this match. There was just everything. Like, like Sabu. You're right. Sabu was on point. Um, and which is weird because he didn't get hired for a year later. Yeah. Um, and it's so weird that they were all coming off of Hardcore Homecoming. So these people are not at 100% anyway. anyway. Uh, yeah. Sebu has his one little piece of tape over his face. Over his face. From, from Hardcore Homecoming. No, well, it's uh, actually he was a big Lisa Left Eye Lopez fan. Oh. Yeah, he's like Nelly. Sebu actually had a tryout for WWE a week after this pay-per-view. Really? And it wasn't because of the pay-per-view. It was already scheduled before the pay-per-view. No shit. So And as to JC's point, he still wasn't hired until a year later. Um, Vince was a real like because Vince was a giant Sandman fan. Love the Sandman. Like it's just like Vin, Vince. I think Vince McMahon hates smoking, but he loves all the smokers. <laughs> Remember when he almost became general manager of uh-huh. Raw? He was Man. the he was the last one in there for Vince's son for the as DNA a shoot test. as a shoot though. They, that, they're I, calling people out of the rig. And then, like, at the very end, they look around, and Sandman's still in there because nothing they said disqualified him. <laughs> yeah. And the crowd's going crazy. <laughs> he's like, huh? When Vince looks and sees the Sandman behind him, and just it's he's not even supposed to be there. And then he just goes, no ECW originals. And Sandman just... <laughs> 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 they should have just made Sandman Vince's son. <laughs> it was like, former world champion, blonde. Like, everything just... <laughs> Oh my god, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. It was shit. down to like Mr. Kennedy and Sandman. Kennedy! <laughs> um, Rhino, uh, Sabu hit Rhino with the Arabian Skull Crusher through a table. Uh, JC, how long does the match feel to you? Five minutes? Wait. Six minutes. Six minutes and three seconds. Nice. All right. Um, after this, uh, Raw finally Jesus arrives. Jesus fucking Christ. Someone gets in Eric Bischoff's face and says, fuck you. And Eric Bischoff goes, fuck you back. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, you can't uh, discount the cameo appearance of Al Snow with head. That's uh, right. You know. You invited these people. You invited you. Yeah. It was all oh Head's fault. Oh my God, that fault. was so funny. Head, head's an invader? Head yep. invited everybody. Yeah. Because he had the one with hair in ECW. He only had the styrofoam one. Oh. Do you guys know that, uh... <laughs> Uh, While Al Snow was in ECW, there was supposed to be a gimmick where Cyrus, who was in WWE at the time as um, the Jackal, Al Snow's mannequin head was supposed to slowly turn into the one he got in uh, WWE in ECW. And then finally, it would have a jewel in the middle of its head, like the Jackal wore, and it was going to be the Jackal was taking took over Al Snow's mind. Oh. And head was like a representation of the Jackal. So ECW. Never, never got to happen. Breathe with me. A guy straight up spits beer in Eric Bischoff's fucking face when he walks by. Yeah, that was And really... Alice Carey did nothing about uh-huh. it. And I was fine with that. 
Dude, I didn't know if someone blew smoke or spit beer. It looked like someone just spit a fucking just. Hey, Mister Downey, don't you blow no more smoke in my face. Really, uh, really happy to see Tyson Tomko here, though. Yeah, Tomko yeah, yeah. and Christian. Yeah, Tomko, give me a beat. No, <laughs> wrong guy. Um, uh, next up, we got Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero, and Joey Styles goes, "Guys, well, get ready for the best thing you're ever gonna see in your life." Yeah. One, one thing that I'll say, uh, just before we go past the Raw guys, is that when Gertner came back with his application to try to get <laughs> a job, that was awesome. That, that was, was hilarious. Good. I can get you coffee, <laughs> like. And how great would it have been had Gertner got a job as the Raw, like... Yeah. He could have been, like, the Johnny Nitro. He would have been, yes. like, yeah. He would have been super, like, heel to the ECW guys because he turned on ECW at One Night Stand. Yes! That <laughs> like, would have been... I would have loved that. I would have loved look that. Look at the coach. He was the uh, host of Extreme Heat. Which is where, when you when you sent me that and I watched that and I didn't realize that it was uh, number one ECW superfan Michael Cole <laughs> and uh, the coach uh, in the in the lobby of the Hammerstein and the fans are like, "Fuck you, coach! Fuck you, you suck dick!" And yep. they're tr- and, and like, Spike TV's trying to edit out the and they got the cra- the crowds in front of them and you can barely see you can barely see everybody you can barely see Cole and uh, coach because the crowd is just going crazy ape shit. It's so funny because um, they went to commercial during Extreme Heat and they came back and the crowd was decidedly less rowdy. And Coach goes, ha, the police arrested two guys. Now everyone's uh, shut up now. <laughs> they start getting loud again. <laughs> <laughs> and, it looked, and they actually had police standing there. So it's like, I believe the police did arrest two people. Um, so, yeah, everybody expected this match to be uh, amazing. Match, huh? match of the night, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when they Best came out. show, you would say? Yes. <laughs> when they came out, I was like, wow, this is going to be great. Oof. Really? But uh, I have one problem with this. Like, just you looking. Want, just one? Oh, to start. Just, just oh, look, oh, okay. Just looking at the match, it just, like, screams WWE pay-per-view match. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Because these guys, and it was said on commentary, never worked each other in ECW. I would say that, well, Benoit... Guerrero and Jericho were all barely ECW right. originals. Right. Barely Same with Rey Mysterio. Barely ECW. At least Ray had the feud with Psychosis and shit. Eddie and, M- and Malenko had a, f- had a bunch had a, of matches. They had a few matches. Eddie was television champion. But yeah. the crowd and, also yeah. shit on them. So, shit on them. <laughs> if you look at it from the perspective of uh, this is Paul Heyman's fantasy lineup. He can go ahead and pick whatever matches he could get for ECW. And they had mentioned stand. that in commentary, that this is a match that Paul always wanted to have and never got a chance to have it. So now it's... Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I, but I, so a, a few problems with this match, too, is that Eddie Guerrero had just turned heel. He had turned heel on Rey Mysterio, and he was being very protective of this new character that he was doing. Which is a mistake. And they do this fucking match, and he doesn't want to play ball, right? Nope. He doesn't want to go along with it because this is this big one night tribute show. Well, we talk about Jericho. We talk about you know as doing as, things the right way. As many you know, Ray made a few mistakes, but it still worked for him. Um, Eddie just didn't want. You're right. He didn't want to do business, have any part yeah. with it. It was I, like I feel like like this era of guys like the early nine like the guys that broke in like late eighties, early nineties, like they pride themselves on like, all right, this is my character. This is who I am yeah. right now. I don't care like you know, where I am, I'm being paid by the WWE. I'm gonna portray this character. Well yeah. um the crowd matches Eddie and Benoit's attitude of Benny uh, Benoit Eddie's Guerrero's attitude of not giving a fuck. Yeah. The crowd proceeds to also not give a fuck as they yep. give more attention to the raw invaders 
than they do at all this match. But that's the problem, and that but that's directly related to Benoit Guerrero because if Benoit Guerrero gave the fans anything, they would have gotten into the match. The crowd tried this, and then they said, "Exactly." Fuck it. The crowd would the crowd gave them an opportunity. This, yeah, this might sound shitty, but I feel like. At least for the first couple of minutes of this match, Benoit and Guerrero wrestled for themselves. Yeah. And not for like the yes. the crowd that they're in front of. And I, I even wrote down, you have two world class wrestlers in the ring right now and the crowd like said fuck it, went into business for themselves and just started burying the raw and smackdown guys. Mm. Like they they were trying they wanted to have fun. This isn't Benoit uh Guerrero time, this is the ECW reunion, <laughs> exactly. we're gonna do what we want. And if this Very was and if these guys were and, and again, I hate to say that they're not real ECW wrestlers because they absolutely were. But if you were really into the mindset of this being an ECW show, you would have found a way to get those fans back. Yeah, well, if Benoit and Guerrero, if they gave them fucking, gave them quick chain wrestling, that's what they want. They give them fucking what Lance Storm and Benoit did, or Lance Storm and uh, Jericho did. They're going to, they they they'll they don't care. Just they'll give you this. They're they're giving respect for shit that didn't deserve. Like he gave him like an arm drag. Fans are giving him like yeah, more wrestling guys, and they and they don't care. Right. And then of course uh, Guerrero getting busted open did not help his mood. Yeah, at he all. got a uh, shoot busted open in the nose. They were doing like a, a amateur wrestling sequence, and I would assume Benoit's head. Yeah, probably just hit like him. just hard way right. Yeah, in the just kind of yeah, just went back. Way. That and all that even that pissed off Eddie more. And I heard these guys almost got into an actual fist fight yes, at this true. show. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. About this match. Like, after the match, Benoit was pissed. Guerrero was pissed. And, because uh, Benoit was like, it felt that Guerrero wasn't trying, and he wasn't happy about putting over it's Benoit. No, you're not fucking putting over Blue Meanie, or fucking, you're putting, it's your, it's Chris Benoit. You guys are fucking friends. Yeah. Fucking work with the fucking guy. This is also after WrestleMania 20, where they both share that moment yeah. in the ring. So, like, well, why a year later? Exactly. Why couldn't... We're also, what, like seven months away from him passing? Eddie Guerrero passing away? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just a, it's a real... Well, fucking I'm this not crowd expecting, died first. I'm not <laughs> expecting Eddie to come out and be a, a, a baby oh face God. after the big turn, but like... Give fuck, them man. something! Like, what the fuck? Nope. Nope. Not giving me a Yeah. I, 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 had a, I honestly had a hard time finding a spot of the match. Um, I gave... I yeah, gave the top rope suplex. I, me I too. Was like, I, I, there. But there were two. Okay, who gave it better? <laughs> um, okay, let me say. My Which spot of the dead guy did it better? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, my favorite spot of the match was not the superplex itself. It was when Benoit gave the superplex and he like bounced over. Like he did like a flip when he landed. It was crazy. He landed also, on his back and then bounced like into like a backflip. You just said superlex, and now all I wish was that Luke's Lex Luger was a superhero. Oh my and god! Superlexes all over the place. And he just showed up at ECW One Night Stand and ended this match. That would have been awesome. What if What if Sid showed up? Okay, Scott Hall. Yeah. Ready or not, here, here I come. come. Um, you can't hide. <laughs> my spot of the match was uh, just because I liked how they did it, uh, Benoit putting Guerrero on the top rope and yep. then just immediately hitting the superplex. Yeah. No, there was no struggle. It was just, here you are, there Boom. you go. How about Done. a chin lock? Would that be a good idea in this match? Like, it, this whole match was just, <sighs> it, it, it was so disappointing. Disappointing is a good word. Disappointing. That's, that's the only way I can put it. Yeah. These guys were... I can't even say it for Benoit, but Guerrero didn't. Guerrero didn't fuck. Benoit, care. but again, Benoit didn't know how to handle the crowd either. Like, fucking, oh, should just broke Eddie Guerrero's neck. <laughs> crowd would have popped for the nostalgia. Uh, 
Benoit wins with a crippler crossface that Eddie barely sold. Yep. He's just kind of look at we're watching he the video. Kinda, he's just, he just sitting there like waiting. Tap, but he he doesn't even tap like with any like, like urgency. Like, uh, all right, I he's guess. Like, yeah, yeah, tap, tap, tap. I, it's it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, look, look, oh man, it's, it's a little we're, uncomfortable. We're I guess I'll tap. We just out. watched uh, the, the WrestleMania Ugh. 20 of uh, of Triple H tapping to Benoit. Yeah, and and it was so emotion, well done. Yeah. And yeah, ugh. I guess I'll tap. He wasn't even. Ugh, Eddie, come uh, on. Now. All right, let me roll out. I guess I'm done here. Roll out. It was at this point I was thinking, like, is could this JBL clapping? That was a wrestling match. <laughs> I was thinking, like, could Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, like, to the Worst match of the night. <laughs> like if, we'll find out well, on Best in well, Show. On paper, this should have been the match of the match night tonight, and match of the night, and match to watch. Like I would think, man, you gotta gotta see this one. Um, JC, how long did that match feel to you? Uh. <laughs> you seem decidedly less enthusiastic <laughs> than you have the um, other ones. So the other thing is that I think this might have been the longest match on the show. Nine minutes. I mean. This match, do you want to take a guess? No, no, I, I don't <laughs> think it was, I mean, go ahead. This match went 10 minutes and 37 seconds. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like it was, um, oh, here is where Gertner. Yeah, uh, Joe Gertner uh, asked Eric Bischoff for a job. Uh, this is where Maven said, he don't deserve to be on Raw. <laughs> what <laughs> about me? He's totally right. <laughs> what about Maven? Uh, Maven, unsung hero. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. Um, Next up. We have awesome is his name. They played awesome bomb. I was so happy. Another Harry slash in the slash tones original. Yeah, Sakaka. It's Mike Awesome (laughs) taking on Masato Tanaka. I am so glad this match. I did not know this match was gonna happen. Like, I mean, I know it. I was surprised at the time when that that they let this happen. Like, do they understand what? They got, they're getting themselves into here. I'm oh, gonna say sure no. Gonna find out. I'm gonna say they did not know what they you were getting themselves into. You don't think? Uh, you, you think they may have watched one Mike Awesome versus Masato <laughs> Tanaka match? Dumb West. <laughs> I watched. I watched this match uh, as a 15 year old, and I'm like, they can't do that. They can't do that. <laughs> if the they did chip, it all. They were doing it all for the nookie. Um, it was. This was. Joey Styles lost his fucking mind. Um, <laughs> you his, think so? He lost his fucking mind. The Suicide died by Mike Awesome, and it's a shame he didn't succeed by taking his own life. And then he said it later on, a few seconds later, he was like, no, no really, it's a shame. I wish he did. <laughs> yes. Give it a couple years, Joey. Uh, here, here's the turn, the, the first time that yes. they turned the back, it yeah, was to the, Mike the, Awesome. The okay, so Raw turned their back, and JBL's like, yeah, I love this JBL guy. doesn't know oh, what's going on. I love this on. British shit. I just made moving. He's like, oh, why are you guys turning around? <laughs> I want to hear the commentary. I can't see the show if I turn around. Yeah, what do you? Got? I can't shit on anything if y'all ain't looking. Uh, I'm drunk. I'm gonna stumble backwards and fall over this balcony. <laughs> so uh, I that s- would have been awesome because all the fans part <laughs> and they just let JPL crash. Uh, I just want to say uh, these two came in to either a steal the show or these guys wanted a fucking job. kill each other. <laughs> these guys wanted, but a job. they had a, they had a gross misunderstanding of what would have gotten them a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other they di- did everything to guarantee they would never be asked back. Um, they, the, the, this wasn't for that. This no, is, no, no, I know, I know. This um, is this is for them. Yes. They also wrestled the match just for themselves, only the crowd loved it. So um, there's a giant disconnect also between the announcers uh, because... 
<laughs> um, JBL shitting on the match, and if you listen to the commentary, he's like, "Oh look at that! They're gonna kick out again! Oh, kick out, <laughs> kick out!" And then Foley's like, "Look, I think they're starting to appreciate Mike this awesome. match. <laughs> they're really yeah. getting into this match." No, I'm like, no, "You they, don't understand." They're, they're guys. making fun of it, Mick. Yeah, they don't understand. Um, Mike Awesome does the suicide dive, the infamous suicide dive mm-hmm. line, which apparently got like a lot of heat, and Joey's since apologize for considering that Mike Awesome killed himself how Mike Awesome committed suicide wait not long later right what like, uh, only a few years later yeah. he uh, he did a running dive out of the ring he couldn't handle oh, it anymore stop <laughs> <laughs> um, the unprotected chair shots in this make me wonder how Masato Tanaka still is a functioning human being like to this day like he's a. Have you met Masato Tanaka? Uh, I have not, but I will in two weeks. Okay, so so give us an update on how he's doing because I, I see him around. I see him at shows. I see him smiling, taking pictures with people. I just, I'm just curious. Look at Alice Security on the ball, diving over that guardrail. <laughs> yeah, that? after the spot, <laughs> he had already, He's already over the guardrail. Oh, this is gross. Oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of spoil myself right now. Um, I did not pick this as my best in show but <laughs> i loved this match like this was like something where i had a hard time pick like because like this was not a great match but this was such an ecw yes. Ma- mike awesome totally masato disagree. tanaka come on this it, is so classic this no we're saying this is a great match oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but i just said it is a great match i'm saying it's no, you a, said it was not a great <laughs> said match it wasn't. well i mean from a, like a te- i don't know like from what it, t- it like, was just little, a little five star match this is a match that this is a match that's <laughs> impossible today you could never do this again. They shouldn't have been able to do it then. That's also If true. Mike Awesome was alive right now, he would be like the biggest independent wrestling star. Him and PCO would be fucking destroyed. He would yeah. be no, he would he would destroy PCO's life cuz like he doesn't know anything but go. Like I've never seen a Mike even in WCW. Yeah. He was taking backdrops over the guardrail. Like he was doing anything, everything. Fucking, uh even in FMW when he was the Gladiator, the gladiator that's when he was yeah. first doing this shit. I couldn't believe Mike Awesome was such a workhorse. The fact that he never made it big, he's actually cousins with Horace Hogan. What? Yeah, he is Horace Hogan's cousin. Mike Hogan? Yes, Mike Awesome Hogan. Oh my god! Holy shit. Now he gives him the the power the awesome bomb off the apron through a through a table. On his head. He lands it on the fucking legs. Yep. He landed on the fucking legs of, like, head first, neck first on the legs of this fucking table. Because Mike Awesome has the table over the barricade for some it's, reason? It's, uh, so it's like, it's at like an angle. So it's higher up on okay. one side. Here's We're, a good angle yeah, of it. He, watch him hit the legs. Legs. Oh. Devastating. Oh. Um, JBL should have loved Mike Awesome because they had the ha- same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and same body. <laughs> yeah. Fucking for real. Fucking... I, I, say, I agree yeah. with what you're saying, Lumberjack. Mike Awesome. I'd say he is the biggest been... missed prospect. As a guy that yeah. had size, look, he could cut decent promos. I, I think the issue was he didn't know anything but go. So you can't put him on Raw in the first segment yeah. and not expect and him to just go nuts. Right? Yeah, he's going yeah. to do everything. Yeah. The opening spot of this match was pass by into his suite uh in the ring, shoulder tackle, yes. and the next thing that happened was like, they just went. They automatically went to the floor. But and that's like, he's done like six power bombs already. We're like, he's a guy made for the fucking main event. Yes, he's just fucking. He's awesome. It, awesome is his name. Um. Um. Also, I just want to say um, what you mentioned earlier about the whole kickout thing. Yeah. Uh, the roster guys are absolutely shitting on everything they're doing. 
Do you think that's because they just don't like understand what this is, or do you think they're like jealous of like the performance? No, a little bit of both. Like, do, do you think they're just <clears throat> stuck on their high horse? Like these fucking yeah. guys are the these shits. garbage guys in yes. chairs and well, tables. Like, they mean it and- too. Like yes. you can tell, like they were they weren't in character during this. They were yeah. like these guys are fucking stupid. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I mean. Like they really. F- have a hatred for this, this. This is where the real hatred, I feel like, was coming it from. It came out, yeah. Like, Benoit and Eddie, they weren't, like, fucking uh, whatever. Uh, same with Lan- Storm and Jericho. They weren't, like, because they're friends with some of these guys, too. But seeing these guys go full out with the weapons and, like, so over the top with the weapons where, like, one chair shot should mean whatever. But just to show but you like, how... Oh, NWACyberspace.com. Um, this is the only match with zero contracted wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, and just to show you how good of an ECW match this is, it even won over Joey Styles, who was running the death of Mike Awesome earlier in the match, was just getting into it and just like, even fully was like, so uh, now you like Mike Awesome? <laughs> like, oh, you know? All right, I'll call the match. <laughs> I'll be professional. Um, um, there was a few, I think, really good spots in this match. What were you guys' favorites? My favorite spot is coming up here. It's when uh, Mike Awesome was had the chairs piled on top of him, followed by an elbow with by the, Masato Tanaka. Yeah, yes. it was very oh. uh, mass transit esque. You know that <laughs> very one eight seven. Yeah. yeah, JC. Um, yeah, I'm with Mikey on that. Was fucking cool. And because like you have this match with obviously Masato Tanaka's gimmick is I think that's another thing they don't understand the gimmick of Masato fighting Tanaka, spirit where and stuff. he. Takes a chair shot you know, and gets up. You no, know my like, spot are there the dueling chair shots. The the, the smash yeah. to the heads, like the most unprotected. Um, How is Masato Tanaka still with us? As we have this show playing, we uh, one of my favorite spots of this match just happened where he gave he gave Masato a German suplex. Masato gets right up, but he just eats a spear right away. I thought that was yeah. neat. And I think my favorite spot of the match is when. Um, uh, Mike Awesome goes to give a power bomb. Masato flips him over into a pin, and then JBL or JBL. Mike Awesome rolls through and picks him up into a power bomb, and gives it to him. Can I have my best in show slip back? <laughs> I have uh, I have two uh, spots. My spot of the match is the apron power awesome okay. bomb uh, on Ugh. Tanaka's head, and an honorable mention is the reverse awesome bomb off the ropes, off the top rope, onto broken. it, onto it. Yes. In, he could have impaled. There's a giant piece of metal sticking up. Out. You're right, Ag. That's my new spot of the match. <laughs> it is literally Switched twice. It's literally sticking <laughs> straight. I, uh, can I have my slip no. back? No, my slip back. And, and then to end it, uh, credit to Mike Awesome for doing that sweet tope splash to the floor that the camera just absolutely Missed! doesn't Missed! see. It's like, holy shit, I just... Oh, I, got Atlas Security helping him get that table in. He fucking power bombs Masato out of the ring, and then for seemingly no reason just runs and dives on top of him, over the top rope. Um, Do you think Mike Awesome was already suicidal at this point? I actually heard the story on why he was suicidal. It was very sad. Oh, no. Very sad story. I'm not going to tell it. Okay, it's good. It's too sad. But uh, I will tell you why. what the happened to Air Bud. Oh, no. <laughs> don't do that. That was also the most depressing part of three-way theater. Um, so uh, Mike Awesome won with a splash over the top rope, and he pinned him outside the ring. Yeah, because they were just like, no way getting him in. Which also the guys shit on, like the WWE guys were burying. They're like... <laughs> He beat him with the Splashberry Splasher. Oh, I love the Splashberry Splasher. So, um, yeah, Masato gave him a, a tornado DDT off the top rope through a table, which pre-broke the table, leading... He could have killed himself. He yes. could have killed himself. Uh, JC, how long does this match feel to you? Six and a half minutes. This match went 9.52. Oh, man. 
They got time. Um, <laughs> Mike Awesome, not uh, satisfied with only missing his big suicide dive. When they were recapping the suicide dive, they also missed him powerbombing the referee. Like, the biggest, fattest referee they had. They're like, fuck it. Referee Jim Molyneux. Yeah. I just <laughs> love Jim Molyneux. Here it is. Oh, we're watching man. it, by the way, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. oh so Jesus. He could have fucking, like, remember when Hardcore Holly sliced open his back yes. when he took that? Like, yeah. that could have been. Went like, his skull. Head. Like, his yes. head. JPL was like, he's going to kick out. He's, he's going to kick out. out. He's going to kick out. And he did. He was you think, right. You think Masato was looking at him? He's like, fuck you, I will. <laughs> uh, next up, we got the Paul Heyman promo. Oh, yeah. Now, Oof. what was your guys' favorite shoot promo of the night? Um, first, I want to say, I just love uh, Joey Styles looking at the format sheet when the ECW music. Fuck, <laughs> like, this isn't supposed to happen. Yes. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I love the Van D- because it was the best Van Dam promo of his of his fucking career. Van Dam was legitimately emotional. Yeah, like Heyman, Heyman, like when he's like, "All right, it's time to shoot." Ugh. Like it was, it felt a little too cheesy. Like I got two words for you, Matt freaking Hardy. Huh? That, that, that was three like, words. Three. Three. Edge three words. fucking burned him. Yeah. When you go like I love when he no 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 he didn't go three. He did V one. Oh, that's even funnier. That's, that's true. Which um, is still three fingers. And I love when he said something about Edge, and then he just, hide your wife, it's Edge. And then he did the spit take. <laughs> like, this was like, I feel like this was a concession where it was like, all right, the, the Raw and SmackDown guys are going to talk shit, and then Paulie come out so you can get revenge. Yeah, he'll um, teach him. So my thing, like, yes, Paul Heyman could have easily went, like, like I, I wrote that his shoot promo was very tone, very, like, tame. Uh, like he could have really went in on them. Uh, that the WWE guys at least could have like sold it a little bit. Yeah, like, they're 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 being they just they they shit. It on was it. like to be so cool. You know, it, that's he's not what getting, I hated about. He's it. not getting any of his heat back because no. they're just like whatever, brush it off. Yeah, like oh, all right, whatever you say. Like yeah, yeah. The only, they, they were all being Scott Hall, where they were basically doing the ooh fingers. Yeah. Like, ooh, the only person one. Ron SmackDown sold for was Austin. Like yeah. that's the only one they were like, I'm scared of him. Spoiler he could affect my career. He could affect my career. Um, yeah, Paul Heyman. I I thought it was a good promo. He came out with the head yeah. the headset on. I thought that was a nice and, little and touch. He was great because he gave a shout out to the ECW TV guys and mm-hmm. like. He that, that was and then he, he like oh wait I gotta call I wish out he, you I wish gentlemen. he cut out to uh, Lance Russell in the ECW chopper <laughs> he, he's still up there or, no it wasn't Lance Russell it was Lance Lance fucking, uh, Lance Hoyt Lance Wright. It, Lance right right Lance Hoyt was Vance Archer oh that's right <laughs> also uh, he was Dallas like, Dallas if if Brockus was up there with Lance Wright <laughs> that would have been great in the extreme I, there he's still up there in that extreme chopper um. The Dudley after uh, post this promo, the Dudley Boys took on uh, Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. yeah, baby. I'd like to note this is the last time we'll see the Dudley Boys in the WWE ring until 2015. Isn't that amazing? That wow. Ten years later, because they would go on to be the Dudley Boys. I mean, Team 3D. They were supposed to be the Dudley Boys. They though. were supposed to be Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. The gotta, Dudley Boys. They got to cease and desist. <laughs> but Dudley. No, actually, it was because the Deadly Boys leaked to the press, mm-hmm. so they decided to change it to Team 3D because people found out they were going to be the Deadly Boys. But the Deadly Boys is great. It's they very... Should've, they should have been. What so a great yeah. get around. So yeah. funny. They should have spelled uh, Dudley with an I. I um, <laughs> The Deadly Boys? <laughs> uh, no, no. No, we no. can't do... Why not? I don't think there being a problem with if that. I, if the, I could pick one thing that I missed from this show, uh, that would be a long, drawn-out... 
promo. Bubba Ray promo. Bubba Ray and the Dudleys. And Just to get the heat. Yeah. And fucking. You know what, guys? We should do our own like fantasy ECW one oh, night stand card. That'd be a fun little I think, bonus uh, ode. You know, That's a yeah, great idea. Yeah. Maybe like a bonus ode. Oh, bonus ode. Oh, stay tuned for that. All right. Um, yeah, I agree, Mikey. This was definitely missing a Bubba Ray, like, just fucking tear in the... Because the crowd needed that release. They needed Bubba Ray to, like, fucking call them faggots. Yeah, they wanted to jump <laughs> off the balcony. Bubba Ray always did! He did. I know. Don't lie, don't lie, Mikey. He said I, that. This girl right here in the front row with her mom who taught her how to suck dick! <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this in the context of what Bubba Ray used to yes, always please, say. Yes, please. <laughs> taught, yeah. her, taught her daughter how to suck dick! Um, uh, As the entrance is going to be happening right now, can we agree that this is, at this point, and probably ever in WWE, Dreamer's biggest push in WWE? Yes. Ever? (laughs) Despite doing the job, his biggest moment in his career. I don't know, jackass Tommy Dreamer really got, uh, that was a big push. Remember when he chewed his own hair at a barbershop? Yeah, he fucking, he fucking, uh, took a bubble gum. He took a bite out of a urinal cake. Mm -hmm. Gross. Uh, drank Undertaker's shoot tobacco spit. Gross. Like, actual, his actual spit. Uh, the Dreamer, and then what would then become the Sandman entrance, uh, 2005 me, Goosebumps. Um, I believe Tommy Dreamer also had Goosebumps this whole time. I could only imagine. Look, He looks proud. So he happy. Literally he, looks like like, he literally just said, wow, as he's walking down the ring. Like, yeah. So, and then he sees the old guy, uh, his friends in the front row, like Chris Chetty's there. That's right. Uh, and yeah, it was Chris Chetty, C.W. Anderson, uh, Peaches, and Electra. Electra! <laughs> um, Is that his mom? Yes. Somebody's mom. He just kissed an old woman. <laughs> By the way, when we were at Dunkin' Donuts earlier, Mikey was like, oh, look, there's JC. I'm like, that's an old woman. It, first of all. <laughs> and it was. It was It was a man, but it w- did look like it was your car. Oh, uh-huh. All right, you <laughs> asshole. Yeah. By the way, I went to Dunkin' Donuts because uh, these guys were going to Speedway, and then they went to Dunkin' Donuts because <laughs> Speedway was out of shit. Yeah, I I, uh, I emptied out Speedway so I could trick JC into buying me a coffee and Mikey into buying me a sandwich. Motherfucker! <laughs> Hold for edit. <laughs> So, uh, looks like this big match. Or first of all, Sandman entrance. Oh. Fucking goosebumps. Talk about doing it right. I remember when I was a kid watching this. I couldn't believe they got Enter Sandman. The I think the crowd couldn't believe they got Enter Sandman. Yeah, they were like, "Holy shit!" Like they would have accepted. Like, all right, it's the Sandman. Like we accept it, but. When they use yeah. Enter Sandman, holy fuck! That made it everything like real. Could like, we? Yeah. Could, could we guess how much it probably cost Vince McMahon oh, to have that song play Here, here's the one thing. time? But here's the thing. He's been able to use Metallica several times. For the end is near. That was not Metallica. <laughs> no, but it was in the same. No, but uh, it they, was the same. They used, they used it for that, that yeah. year. Uh, Mikey, that was the Armageddon theme that Mikey hated. The <laughs> look, at, look, look at this fan. Yes, I wrote that down. <laughs> Guy hitting himself with Sandman's cane. Um, also, that was live wire Dave Padula. <laughs> also, one of my favorite spots is when uh, Sandman stands up on the barricade and somebody puts their ECW belt yes! on his waist. Yep. I thought that was yep. such a great like visual and a great spot. Did Sandman ever hold that ECW World Title? I don't believe so. He did he, that that variation because was that the one he, that Rhino beat him yes, for? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he held it earlier on with the old. Yes, like, he only held it for like twenty minutes, <laughs> but he did. Yes, he did. Probably less than that. Um, yeah. Right. When Swamp Candles hits, the crowd loses their shit again. But Joey Styles starts fake laughing so hard, and I hate it. 
Ah, they couldn't do anything about it because it's parody. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, all right, Joey. Is that is that why he was laughing like that? Yes, I was so confused. Yeah, he's like, ECW, please, Japan tour. He's like, yeah, we did that, right? We did that to to mock the NWO, and they couldn't do anything about it because it was parody. Ah! Yeah. How many how many fucking kids got fucking drunk back in the day? Thanks so the many. Man. He didn't uh, check your ID before he poured the <laughs> he sure did. before he poured yeah, the I'm beer. Down uh, I'm sorry. Can I see your ID? He also dun, didn't. Dun, dun, he also dun, didn't dun. check an ID before he dumped beer on your tits and licked them off. That's true. Although, Male or female? Yep. I believe Peach is as well over um, the age, though. So, JC, we are uh, halfway through this so far, and uh-huh. the question is, uh, how long is Sandman's entrance? <laughs> um, well, how I, I don't wish. know how long is Enter Sandman <laughs> track. Five and a half. <laughs> so he played that like one and a half times. Oh, um, man, I fucking love this entrance. Here's the belt. Yep, belt spot where they're holding the belt up. He's cracking the beer. Already bleeding. Yep, already fucking busted open. Yep. Classic, Classic Sandman. EC Dub. EC Dub. Stewart Dub. Stewart Dub. They get in the ring. Everyone thinks that this, we're going to have this big respectful, like, holy shit, here it comes. Fucking Swamp Candles hits. BWO hits the <laughs> ring. Well, Stevie Richards only has three words for you. We're, we're taking over. over. You have to say it, right? We're taking over. Like, he always had that. It's not, we're taking over. We're taking over. Like, he had a weird way of saying it. He had a weird inflection. So, uh, if man, you know, uh, they you know, had these uh, SmackDown and Raw invaders. The third invaders just should have been the BWO. <laughs> like the, the invaders come out, but then the BWO music. Yeah, and, like, Stevie and Nova turn because they both still work there. Oh, peaches! Do you, do you think Sandman and Dreamer got permission to pour uh, beer on the tits and lick it off, or they just did it? They just did it. Oh, of course. They, they just see, did that, it. and dump. That'd be problematic in 2019. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow, Lecture's not wearing a bra. Have you guys noticed that? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> Sandman really needed to get in there. Yeah, He's like, All right. yeah that, was, that was supposed to be Tommy's mom. He's like, no, I'm getting it. <laughs> He's like, you were, already did yours. They were like two puppies fighting for milk. <laughs> oh, oh. Can, I, can I say, um, as the BWO comes out and everything just starts to go crazy, I love everything about like the run-ins in this. Yes, event. yes. It's 100%. everyone. Everyone had their moments. Yes, and that's. That was the one thing missing from this show. Just run in, run in, run in, run in, run in, run in, run in. I have. This is the epitome of ECW. Yes. Like fucking Stevie kicked a Sandman, takes him out. Holy shit! Big brawl. They're beating up Tommy Dreamer, and the classic music of Kid Cash. What? Total nonstop action. Mr. TNA. I, I had to write down that uh, that Joey Styles just had to get in his shitty TNA line. Mr. Total nonstop attitude. attitude. Was uh, that his name? No. No, no it was because he was in TNA at the time, and Joey Styles made a big joke. Wow. Mr. TNA, Mr. Total Nonstop Attitude. Um, so Kid- he, he was the only guy from TNA, like the only guy. I uh, so, um, James Mitchell. Bischoff. Yeah, so Bischoff did um, an RF shoot interview, and he admitted that he really never understood or knew uh, ECW because he was always just he's a WCW executive. He's not going to. He's watch in a tapes. bubble, yeah. Like, but uh, being in Hammerstein, he's like, it was great. Like, it was like one of those things okay. where it's like, like the fan seeing how the fans are like because there's a shot where Stevie's on the mic and Bischoff, like he has his his hand over his mouth. And I think he's like he's smiling. Laughing. He's yeah. smiling. Like, he's like, this is fucking cool. Uh, I, I I do want to actually go back real quick to the the Heyman promo. There's a moment where Bischoff is just sticking up the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. big shitty grin. It. It, it's like the greatest. Like, 
a perfect meme. Well, because yes. he goes, they, he goes. They used me as heat, and I get it. I totally understand it. They always use me as a scapegoat for like people hating me. Yeah. But like, Eric Bischoff is a homo. But them doing, <laughs> oh, you don't you dare. <laughs> but them doing that got the character of Eric Bischoff over so much more too. Because yes. there's people that now have real hatred for Bischoff that are going to boo him, and then there's kayfabe hatred for Bischoff. Uh, um, balls and Axel. And Bischoff came from AWA, so he wasn't always executive guy. He oh, was yeah. an announcer, so he had the old school mentality. Selling school. meat in the back of a truck. Yeah. Him and Sonny Ono selling fucking Ninja Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Kid Cash misses his backdrop out of the ring, so he just literally jumps over uh, the top rope and eliminates himself. Yes. Um, the chair swinging freaks are out there. Axel and Balls, balls Mahoney. Balls. Balls. Balls, Bob, 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 Axel, Balls, Shaw, fucking um, Hack Myers. <laughs> I was doing from last. No, time. I, I know, I know. Uh, we had that's a, a that's a deep cut. We it had a, a deep fucking, cut, right? The cheese grater spot was fantastic. <laughs> like, I understand how it all works, but like that that people love that. Great. Like this, and then Tommy was bleeding like a fucking sieve through this match, which uh, eventually leads to one of my favorite things ever. And grossest things ever. The reunion? Yup. The reunion of Beulah and fucking Tommy? Yup. Um, and the hug with, <laughs> with the, the, the when they pull away from When they pull away from each other and you just see Tommy's blood in matted her in her hair, I'm like, my girlfriend wouldn't let me hug yeah. her if I was bleeding. Like, But that's true love. That's <laughs> ECW. <laughs> fucking, they've swapped blood results many times. <laughs> there was a point where fucking. There's no greater love story than Tommy Dreamer and Beulah McGillicuddy. Yeah, fucking. He was in love. Like she was in love with him at the summer camp. She, she a, lost mm-hmm. weight. She was the fat chick. I mean, yep. that's actually not a love story. Tommy should have loved her for who she was. Tommy's the heel here. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god. He. Yeah, Raven was right all along. And now Beulah should dump Tommy because he's fat. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. In this match, I'm so mad uh, that the camera missed what I could only assume was like a sweet seesaw spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The setup was there, then they cut over, and all you can do is hear it. Yeah. Terry Funk Memorial spot. Um, They had a few of, they they had a couple moments like that. Uh, I remember in Barely Legal when they did a seesaw spot, and the ladder almost flew into the crowd. crowd. That was a fun one. Um, I love that when uh, when Dudley's do the table spot, like oh they want a letter, they don't have letter fluid, they can't do it. Spike comes out when he's got the big yellow bottle in the back pocket. Uh, how about the fact that he has like two of them on him? He has one in the back pocket, and instead of like letting Spike have his moment, uh, Bubba Ray just takes it from the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Actually, yeah, sp- that was actually a flask in Spike's other pocket. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, my spot of the match is um, Francine coming out. And then Beulah. Catfight! Catfight! Catfight's your spot of the match? No, no, not that. Just the entire sequence. Because okay. then it leads to uh, the Dudleys grabbing yeah. Beulah. The impact players came out, and then Beulah came right. out. Oh, right. the, the barbed wire ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I just like the what I found. He was dribbling <laughs> it in the back all night long. Warming up. How about the double DDT from Dreamer that, and Beulah? But that entire sequence. The, the double the, pin where she's not even in the yeah, match. that was fucking, that's the so easy. The entire sequence of, of the double DDT and then the embrace between Dreamer. When Dreamer and Beulah, she turns around and sees Beulah. I love it. Oh, man. I also Ugh. loved when uh, Sandman was laid out on a ladder and Bubba gave him a splash off the second and just... Kill him! <laughs> fucking squ- I'm like, that is a spot that Bubba should always miss. Like, whenever you do the senton like that, and the person would mo- move out of the way, he fucking splashed him on the ladder. Brutal. Fucking, um... 
Spike Dudley comes out with the lighter fluid. We get a fucking fire table. Now, I never expected this, but then watching Extreme Heat, the Dudleys cut a promo where they fucking set a table on fire. They sure did. Boom. That would have if I saw that, I would have That was a commercial yes. for ECW One Night Stand. Really? That would have been uh that would have been a dead giveaway to me as a fan that they were gonna do it. Well whether they they But there was such an unknown thing that you just like oh they're just trying to sell the pay per view. Look at right. that fucking visual. Oh, I but love that's oh. my th- but that's my spot of the match. What the fire the flaming tip yeah. Mine too. I'm not sure if mine should have been Sandman not being able to uh, get the figure four in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mine was also the powerbomb. The oh, bumper race call. He goes too soon. Bueller's like, ugh, learn to work. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up my spot. You know who didn't fuck that up? Fonzie. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Save Fonzie's job. We're, and we talked about that in one of our uh, bonus shows. Yes. Uh, best referee uh, matches. So, JC, from bell to bell, how long did that match feel to you? So does that include like the blue? The I BWO? said bell to bell. It didn't rip. It didn't ring till halfway through the Gaga hut shit. Mm-hmm. Um, eight. The match from bell to bell went ten minutes and fifty two seconds. All right, JC, how long did that match feel to you with the Gaga? God damn it! And I'm talking. Um, I counted from when the BWO's music first hit. As till that was, I didn't count the that end of the match till the uh, last to the final bell. Twelve. Can I take a wild guess? Yes. 14 minutes. 15.52. Oh, all right. Price is right. Rule AG wins. Damn it. Yeah, he's a guest. He's a guest. Oh, man. I. And then uh, we. Oh, well, they, but then. So post match antics. Yes. Wow. A lot of post match antics. Sandman yells, Get me a beer. Get me a beer. Get me a beer. And Bring what a fucking bell. Bring the fucking <laughs> yells, Get me a beer. What a segue. Oh, uh, in, our, in our next guest. Cold. You're just down to seven. You're not getting a fucking segue on this show. I, There's a bonus so that we can do. Damn okay. it, I yeah. might be able to get it in. I am. Um, I completely. Forgot this ever happened. That Austin was there. Yes, and because when you when you look at you're watching on the network, it shows you like the um, like t- checkpoints yes. in certain matches. I'm like, what is all this? What is Dead this? time? What is all? Th- what is happening? That I remember ECW, the fight. I'm like, man, the fight that the fight last that long. It's lucky that right after the fight, the um, the electricity blew and the Hammerstein and the feed just died <laughs> moments after the pay per view went off the air. Um, back to favorite shoots. <laughs> I think mine's just stone cold, just <laughs> totally just ripping on the the roster guys. Yeah, obviously in character, but he was like, just I feel like that's get your manly asses <laughs> down here right now. I think that got Heyman like like got back for that, like him being taken more serious. So Austin, the one thing I wish because I I think you know for what you can expect Steve Austin to be in two thousand five. He did the the best that he was going to do. As much as ECW fans shit all over everything WWE, they didn't give a fuck about the music, the, the most, middle finger, the most WWE guy <laughs> ever. No the, the highest selling Mr. T-shirt WWE. in WWF history comes down the aisle, and they're like, "Ah, fucking WWE!" Wearing his outlaw WWF shirt. <laughs> so there's one thing that would have just put it over the top if he did all of that wearing the Eric Bischoff wig. <laughs> if he had worn it from like the Monday night, night Quill, we're the big boys playing with each other. <laughs> like I would have lost my mind if he just did that entire serious promo. Oh yeah, no, 
fucking ECW roster empties, including guys we know. Like, why is Roadkill in his gear? <laughs> Did yeah. he show up in that? Okay. So he showed up there, like this. Maybe, maybe there, were, there was a dark match? No. No, no there dark weren't. matches. Oh. So the reason why uh, everyone's coming out to the ring now is because Steve Austin said we're going to have ourselves a little beer bash. Beer. Um, I wish this is how the show ended. Yes. This is where yes. it should have been done right here. Yeah, because, oh, they, they thwarted it. They had their one-night stand. They had a successful pay-per-view. And now they can't invade because Austin's there and, like, oh, we can't do it now. And they have Atlas Security, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't get past that. Yeah, exactly. They'll protect us. <laughs> Danny Doring's in his full gear, and he wears tights, so, I, like, I, that's I, I wrote this. I said, look at some of the guys in full gear. You got Danny Doring, Johnny Swinger, uh, who was at, probably signed still at the time, Johnny Parisi. Yeah, pa- yeah he's um, wearing his Johnny Parisi gear. And then <laughs> Chris Chetty and CW hop over the guardrail, yeah. so they're in the ring, too. They're ready to brawl. Uh, Al Snow's wearing his gear. It's just really strange to me. Yeah, no. Like, what's the point? Uh, maybe, like, they didn't know what they were going to book. Like, nothing's announced, so who knows? Um, Bischoff tries to escape the invasion by going on commentary. Yeah. And then, uh, wouldn't you know, ECW original Mick Foley, isn't he? He ain't having none of that. Well, and that was and that was after the fight. So this whole thing happens. Let's, talk, let's dive in about Blue Meanie and JBL. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so JBL, he he looks at Blue Meanie as the bird, right? He knows he's going in there to fuck up Blue Meanie. The bird is such an understatement. Like, a bird is like you chop the guy and fucking whatever. He had a bullseye. The Blue Meanie had fucking staples, eight staples in the back of his head from when it's from uh, Hardcore Homecoming. But JBL's like, he has, he's just like, I'm going to go right for this motherfucker. Um... Uh, Blue Meanie had already worked it out with one of the Basham brothers that they were going to work with each other. Just, like, have a little fun. I forgot Taz came out. Um, So the best part of Extreme Heat, um, I was not watching SmackDown at the time, but uh, the Kurt Angle setting up Taz... Yeah, um, that was great. He comes out because he, you know, they're like, Taz, whose side are you on? And Taz doesn't say anything. And Kurt just sits down next to him and just, and they're just I'm staring. I'm going to sit here, Taz, until you give me an answer. And Kurt Angle just sits next to Taz and just staring at him while Taz is on commentary. And Taz is just, just getting pissed. Just like not looking at him, but just you can see he's physically just getting fucking mad. And so then you have uh, Kurt's like, okay, Taz, fine. We'll do it your way. He slowly gets up out of his chair, folds it up, turns it around, and fucking hits him with the goddamn steel chair. <laughs> Taz should have seen that coming. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's folding up his chair. He's going to take it away with him. Good for him. Look how big Matt Morgan looks. <laughs> Just wearing his I mean, jeans. Look at, look at how all those W guys look compared to the ECW guys. <laughs> yeah. JBL Who would win in a real fight? JBL Taz. hits... Hits Meanie from behind? Yes. Yes. He punches him right where his staples were in the back of his head. That's why he's fucking bleeding so bad. And, here uh, it is right here. Yeah. We, we're watching this brawl happen right now. JBL's fucking up Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie giving him some real good shots. He's trying to fucking fight back as best as he can, but you can actually see where the tide turns for JBL, where all the ECW guys, they're like a swarm of bees, where if you attack <laughs> one of them, they all start like going in. Yeah, instead of agree honey, to, it's blood. Uh, agree to disagree, because right here, someone's going to, you'll, you'll watch this, someone grabs uh, JBL, and Tracy Smothers just gives him the most worked brother-like punches that you'll ever see. Wait till wait till Sandman fucking- But when, once they get clued in that Meanie got fucked up- Yeah, Sandman grabs JBL around the neck with the cane, and that's when- that's when fucking Tracy Smothers starts throwing the fucking punches. Yeah, they get yeah, the, yeah, the, Those are total good brother punches he's throwing because nobody knows. Because Blue Meanie's in the corner. Look at him all fucked up. 
and then I feel like there's like a general consensus of people like, seeing what happens. Like, all right, it's time, to, it's oh, time uh, to get him. At the very end, you'll see uh, Bubba Ray Dudley pulls him out yes, of the ring. Saved saved his, his life. life. He says, sell away, brother. Gives him one more strike, and then he sells out. Ready? Here it comes. Fucking Sandman grabs JBL. There is where yeah. Tracy Smothers just fucking throwing live rounds. All right, here we go. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, they literally, they're, <laughs> they're, he's strangling. Mikey Whipwreck's punching him. Yep, fucking Tracy giving, Smothers yep. punching him. There they're all go. punching him. There Holy is, shit. Here he goes. Holy there shit. They're there all punching is. him. There it is. And Bubba Ray's like, I'm going to save your life. JT wow. Smith, Walls Mahoney. Here's the best part. Watch this. He gives him one. J- you're, they're going to cut the camera. JBL is just not selling. D- wow. just, no, that's the look of someone that just got their fucking ass. That's a shoot fight look on he's got a little fucking uh he's yep. got a little mouse under his eye and joey's like i got one for you in a few years <laughs> knock that fucker out um Adios mios. <laughs> he said um. oh my god in fucking iraqi and <laughs> <laughs> he said it in texan <laughs> Oh, but man. man, fucking good for JT Smith, Mikey Whipwreck, Balls Mahoney, Tracy Smothers. I mean, to be fair, JT Smith was never getting a job. <laughs> That's true. He's many jobs in his life. This was not one of them. Austin wearing the fucking cowboy hat, not that realizing how yeah. much, what the fuck just happened. Blue Mini's fucked up beyond. I feel like, sorry, I feel like it'd be such a, like, Austin thing to be cutting the problem that he's, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah! <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> so... Boys, that was ECW one night stand. Yeah, ECW. Oh, by the E-C-Dub. way, they they finished the night up hitting their big finish spots on, on Bischoff. Bischoff. You know, Ray Mysterio hitting that famous six one nine one more time. Hey, hey, Benoit, go up top, give him one of those those flying headbutts. Like, <laughs> 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 ah, look at that some buck. <laughs> Yo, Sandman, Kane's ass. Yeah, I'll take him back to 316 Gimmick Street with Hershey the Wonder Dog. Oh, man, look at tough-ass Cactus Jack. Just, yeah, you all better fuck off. I'm about to kill this guy. I like that ECW original bald man standing there. Yeah. You know, that's the other Atlas security. I like Coach very faintly trying to grab him. I'm like, oh, no, uh, no wait. Uh, all okay, right, I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Oh, um, so pull out those best in shows, man. I want to know who the fuck we got. Let's take a look at uh, who our ballots. Uh, before I get into that, uh, the match of the night via Dave Meltzer was given to Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. Oh, wow. He gave that four and a quarter stars. Wow. And uh, the worst match of the night was actually tied between Rey Mysterio and Psychosis in the three-way dance. What? They were both tied at 2.5 stars. All right, Meltzer. Okay. Our first vote. Match of the night. Mike Awesome in Masato Tanaka. Mm. Worst match, Benoit and Guerrero. Second vote. Best in show, Dudley's versus Sam and Dreamer. Worst, Eddie and Benoit. Vote number three. We've got best in show, uh, Dreamer and Sam and versus the Dudley boys. Worst in show, Benoit versus Guerrero. <laughs> and the final vote, best in show, Masato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. Worst in show, Psychosis versus Rey Mysterio. Whoa! I thought we were going to have a clean sweep. So that means uh, we're going to go to Dave Meltzer to break the tie on the 
best in show, so that would make it Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome would win best in show. And the worst in show by a landslide. Benoit Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Since uh, four people, if you count Meltzer, uh, chose that as the worst match, I am not. I don't think any of us are saying that that's a bad Mel- match. Meltzer did not call that the worst match. He said the triple threat match. Oh, true. Okay. And then Psychosis and Mysterio. Oh, um, I would say it wasn't... A bad match. The expectations as a wrestling match. were too the, high. Yes. If uh, it was anyone but Guerrero and Benoit, I think it would be passable, fine, it's still, whatever. It's still hard to say that even that could be voted as a worst match. But on this show, yes. in context, yes. at this time, Absolutely. with this crowd, with this crowd, everything, it just. It, just it was wasn't the, the dance, one. and they didn't dance. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, um. Who is my other boy that voted for the Dudleys and Sandman Dreamer? Mikey. Yeah. Woo. We get, get it. In there. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. get listen, wrestling. Listen, I and I almost wrote in parentheses Tanaka and Mike Awesome because You can't do that. I, <laughs> actually, I, did, if you did I, it in parentheses, he wanted if we're going to change by math, it. He I said, did. Yep. I, he would be choosing that first. And yes. you know, but that's why we do that, because I would have changed it to that too after our discussion I was debating it. it right here before we started recording. I'm but like, that's oh, why, I don't know but that's why that's why we do this show, guys. That's why we do the show. So we have this undoctored our raw opinions on what we feel. And that's unfiltered, uncut, and SmackDown opinions too. Oh, that's true. That's true. Nice, 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 nice. Well, boys, that was a lot of fun. That was great. I have to pee. Oh, AG, AG's leaving us like Dan Terry. Oh no. Uh, well, I mean, we're, I was going to ask if AG had anything he wanted to plug or anything like oh, that. Oh, he's coming back. Oh, oh. Uh, I have Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, Twitter is at RetroAG. My Instagram is at RetroAG underscore because some scumbag won't let me <laughs> take RetroAG. It was me. And you, uh, you're, <laughs> you're, It was me. You're Austin. the fucking king of merch, man. You're the fucking merch king. Oh, yeah. You guys should buy lighters from me. Oh, Jake already stole them all. We're good. What? Yeah, yeah. thanks for those. Yeah. My pockets are filled. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty heavier. I'll, I'll have new glasses coming soon. By this time, I'll have my retroactive shirts available. Oh, uh, they're pretty cool. They have a, um, a Rubik's cube on Wait, them. I I turned off the pay per view. Yeah, before I, this happened. What <laughs> the fuck is happening right now? They Why couldn't find a train. A, they couldn't they find pee. a garbage truck. They couldn't find a garbage bin. I have no idea what the fuck they just they just they just carried them. Eric Bischoff out of the building. They like and threw, threw him on him the back out. of a yeah. flatbed. But like, it was just some random taking truck out the trash. I'm so confused on why they just did Take that. it out the trash. I am so I'm so confused. Break the fucking bell. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, AG takes a piss. Well, that was uh, that was, uh, that was great. It up. Yeah, that was um, you know, find um all of our past best and show episodes, <laughs> all of our regular episodes on threewaytheater.com, wherever you get podcasts. So wherever you want to go, if you want to go to Spotify, go there. Want to go to Apple Podcast, iTunes. What about what about Stitcher? You can do, listen to us on Stitcher. Go huh. for it. Tune in. I think I'm going to like download it on all those things. Every single one. All of them. Yeah. I think you should get all the apps, download all the episodes on each individual app. Also, get our silent episode where it's uh, uh, it's three hours of silence uh-huh. and listen to that while you sleep. Yeah, that's called our best rated episode. Yeah, uh, the- then, and then our trumpet episode where it's just us playing trumpets for three hours. <laughs> listen to that while you sleep. <laughs> yep. Um, check out our T Public store. We got our shirts. Uh, check out the ECW mascot, Fry the ECW Frying Pan mascot. Yep. While you listen, while you watch One Night Stand. That's right. Um, yeah, check out all of our stuff. Do it up. Do it up. Well, do it. Uh, do it. I'm I'm Lumberjake. I'm Mike Pava, and I'm JC, and, and I'm retrosexual Anthony Green. Yeah. And this, this has been, been three best, three, three theaters theater match of the night. Uh, best uh, five star classic. Uh, uh, best, best, uh, best in show. Uh, best in uh, best in showed. Uh, 
Uh, fourth funny answer. <laughs> Other generic comment. 